0: Can you be quiet, please? Thank
1: you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live.
0: How's everybody doing?
1: East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere.
2: Clip. hey, man, good to see you, brother.
3: You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking
0: pirates? It's a me, and there's a Garcia.
2: Puedes pintar este violeta.
0: Y'all are intimidating guys. I'm saying y'all are famous. Y'all are celebrity type guys, and that's intimidating.
1: Now, live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome
3: in to a football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you today on Pirate Radio. 92.7 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, pr927fm.com, and watch the show and be a part of our little program we call Pirate Radio Live on YouTube and Facebook Live. We will check in with the chat gang today. How you feeling about the Pirates taking on the Rice owls your favorite NFL team. Maybe we'll dive more into a little start-sit fantasy football. That was fun yesterday. You can do some of that. And uh, just get you ready overall for the slate of games coming up in college and NFL this weekend. Coming up on today's show, a little football on this football Friday. Gary Higgins. How about the ECU women's soccer team going down to Tampa and beating USF for the first time ever on the road? First win in uh, almost 20 years against that team and they have been uh the power in the conference and east carolina went down there one last night they are seven two and three on the year they're two oh and one in conference play and we'll talk to their head coach in about five minutes gary higgins he will join us on the halloween express live line that's right we're about to turn the calendar to October. And the Halloween Express live line will be open. Uh, we will talk to Coach Higgins coming up in just a little bit. Brian North will also join us in hour number one to get you ready for your football weekend. Hour two, we'll have our week four NFL picks. Tony Dunn will join us. We'll recap the Lions' victory over the Packers. We will talk Panthers football news coming out today that it looks like Bryce Young's going to start carolina this weekend so we'll talk to joey and tony about that talk all things panthers and make our week four picks i have a one game lead in the picks over chandler and a three game lead over joey danny and tony so uh we've learned a few things these first three weeks we'll see if we can put that into our picks and actually have a good week for once everybody's been struggling. i think like my 3 over 500 and other people our Tony was actually what 10 and 5 I think last week. So uh that might be the best week uh, anybody has had.
4: It was our best week as a collective. <laughs> everybody uh, had
3: a winning record.
4: Uh, uh yeah, yeah, everybody had a winning record. Tony had 10, everybody else had 9 and I had 8. So
3: it is tough uh but we are uh, hopefully figuring it out as we get into a week four that was the voice of intern joey he is here shirley rhodes is here on a friday chan man is off to texas to go see rice and east carolina and uh did text with him earlier and got his picks for the week Uh, but don't know how he's doing. Don't know when he's arriving, but we plan to check in with him coming up Saturday at 3 o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Of course, we're with you after the game Saturday night on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. All right. um, Pike has liked the stream and said, paint Houston purple. I can get behind that. Jamie says, Jameer Gibbs, not great last night. Can't believe Montgomery is doing well. Anytime I had him, he did awful. So uh, David Montgomery Had three touchdowns last night, I believe, in that Lions victory over the Packers. They were beating them down. The Packers showed last week that 17 to nothing uh, was not a big enough deficit uh, for them to, or not too tall of a task for them to overcome. They were able to come back and beat the Saints. 27 to 3, a little bit different. They made a rally. We're a two-point conversion away from cutting into a one-possession game, but they couldn't get it. Lions uh, keep a 10-point lead, go up 17. That's all she wrote. Detroit, the real deal uh, in that NFC North right now. All right, so uh, we will get to all of the NFL slate and talk a lot of ECU as well on the show. But let's go ahead and uh, kick it off with our Fleet Feet Rundown presented by fleet feed make sure you go by and get the right shoe for you at fleet feed they have all the tools and technology to get you in that right shoe you can go see them at 207 east arlington boulevard in the old gordon's golf location and uh, we will kick off today's fleet feed rundown with a chat with gary higgins the ecu women's soccer coach successfully knocking off south florida last night we head out to the halloween express live line and talk to coach higgins now coach appreciate your time how you doing today
5: I'm doing
3: well, thanks. How are you? Hey, doing great, and congratulations on, uh, first of all, great season so far, but a huge win last night on the road. Uh, USF has been a in the side of East Carolina and a lot of teams uh, because uh, they have been so good, but that is the first road of victory over USF uh, since all the way back in 04, Uh first ever win on the road, first win against USF since 04 and uh, coach uh, you haven't been around uh, that long but you've ran into these bulls a few times so what did that mean for you and the team to get that win over usf last night
5: yeah it meant a lot we um, as a program we've been waiting a long time to to beat them and uh, like you mentioned we haven't we've never beat them at their place so the extremely tough place to go they've they've kind of set the standard. From a women's soccer standpoint, in the American, they've won a bunch of championships and and been in the NCAA tournament. So, and then recently they just beat uh, number twenty one Gonzaga in their in their most recent game before they played us. So, we had to play very well, but we did, and, and we dominated the game. Uh, to be honest, from start to finish, we pressed them and were very aggressive. We played on the front foot, and yeah, just so proud of the girls to to go in there and dominate. Um, such a good team.
3: Gary Higgins joining us, Coach. Uh, Twelve games played. How about the seven shutouts this season? That is a tremendous number. So that's good goaltending. That's good overall defense. And as you said, that's uh, that's dominating a game. So how about all the shutouts this season?
5: Yeah, that's been that's been um, a big part of our success so far, and um, I think it's been a real team effort, um, especially the last few games since the. Kind of like the second half of the Duke game, we've we've pressed really aggressively all over the field, which makes a huge difference and, and allows you to allows you to really set the tone um, for the game. So yeah, really proud of the the shutouts, and um, if you keep if you keep that zero on your end, you've always got a chance to win games. So that's always a thing for us, and um, we've
3: we've done really well from that standpoint. A very solid 7-2-3 and three overall record, but how about that 2-0-1 oh, conference record? Great start to the conference season. It continues coming up Thursday at home, 7 o'clock against Temple, uh, but so far unscathed in conference play.
5: Yeah, no, that's been massive, and uh, we got picked to finish fourth in the East Division, and we've played the three teams that were picked above us, so Florida Atlantic and UAB and um, USF, so I... Uh, feel we've really dominated those three games and, and obviously we've got the points on the board but we've also been really pleased with our performance so now we just really need to kick on and, and use this momentum and confidence and head in the right direction and make sure we don't get complacent.
3: Gary Higgins joining us. Uh, back-to-back home games coming up. Temple on the 5th and Memphis on the 11th. Uh, both of those are on ESPN Plus if you're out of the area. But if you're in the area, make sure you head over to Johnson Stadium and check out uh, this fantastic soccer team. Once again, 7-2-3 and 3 this season. 2-0-1. And, 1. and uh, one more note on the record, Coach. 3-0 and 0, uh, in the friendly confines. So playing well at home this year.
5: Yeah, we're, we're really protecting Johnson Stadium and that's always been a thing for us is make sure you protect your home stadium and we've been really proud of our performances there but then we've also been excited about our new student section the Scallywags, they've um, really helped us and um, perform well at home and and they're growing, we've got a lot of people joining the Scallywags student section so hopefully we keep that um, heading in the right direction and they can be loud and and intimidating to the other team and 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 kind of have some fun
3: with it. And I said two in a row at home coming up. It's actually three in a row. Uh, The fifth uh, next Thursday against Temple, October 11th against Memphis, and then uh, that weekend, the 15th, a Sunday against Tulsa. So three uh, straight home games uh, before you go on the road for a couple. And uh, still a a ways to go, but that AAC Conference Tournament coming up uh, beginning Halloween, actually, October 31st. And right now, uh, this East Carolina team in a fantastic position. Coach, who have been some of your 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 stars uh some some girls you've been counting on this season that have been playing well for you
5: yeah starting at the back i think maeve has been really steady in goal again so Maeve english her goalkeeper's done great but then the back three in front of her abby soa jasmine ferguson and then our freshman lucy Fazakelli kelly from england she came from the arsenal academy and um, those three have, have done really well and and got a real good relationship back there um, and then Annabelle Abbott's playing more of a defensive midfield position and, and she's just playing exceptional um, next to Sierra Lowry and and those two have really set the standard of how we press and how we chase games and um, then Sidney Schnell and um, Catherine Holbrook have done really well and um, from the front um, the attacking mid and striker position so but we've we really have relied on our depth because the way we want to play this year, we want to press teams from the start until the finish. And if you need to, if you want to do that, you need a lot of players to contribute. And we've had some people contribute off the bench really, really well. So proud of the whole team, and um, that's that's what we have to do at East Carolina. We have to rely on everyone, and and, and we do that every single day.
3: Uh, recruiting is fascinating in all sports and uh, you mentioned Lucy there from the Arsenal Academy so coach uh, what is recruiting like here for you at East Carolina you're obviously looking in your backyard and beyond and and sometimes across the pond so what what, what is recruiting like uh, at this level
5: yeah never stops. you're uh, always recruiting and um, obviously we're, we're still looking for one more for 2024 but um, we've started heavily on the 2025 class too so You just can't take your foot off the gas from a recruitment standpoint. You're up against the best schools and best programs to get those really good game changers. So, um, yeah, like you mentioned, we do it all over. We obviously want to have a really good core of North Carolina kids. And then all over domestically, we've got kids from Colorado, Nevada, Florida, New York, like everywhere really. So, um, and then in order to compete in our conference, if you look at USF and Memphis who have been, and even SMU who have been the the standout teams in our conference, they've got some really good international players on their roster, so we felt that we had to um, get some good international players, so we feel that we've done that and um, we've got the the right balance and we'll hopefully continue to do that.
3: Coach what's the uh, work week like for your team? You, you win the game last night uh, come back home you don't play again till next Thursday so what is the, the week like? Is it you know recovery and then get back out there and practice you've got the school part of it as well so how do you kind of work all that in during a uh, practice week?
5: Well yep yeah, so it's uh, really really busy so we get on the bus when we landed at Raleigh Airport we got on the bus and we had to make a pit stop at the um, health building to drop one of our nursing students off before we got back to campus. (laughs) So um, that kind of sums it up that we're just uh, always on the go and these kids are so busy and um, they're going from winning soccer games to taking a nursing exam and then um, the girls go back to their dorms or go to class and then we've got a recovery session here at 3.30 and then we have practice tomorrow morning but then after that they get a well-deserved day off on um sunday um and then um, monday's our normal day off anyway and then we get back after it um on tuesday for our game on thursday so um not that, no rest for the wee just get straight into it and um yeah we just uh, we're on we're on the go non stop
3: in the middle of that grind right now, and it'll be East Carolina hosting Temple coming up Thursday, 7 o'clock uh, at Johnson Stadium. So everybody uh, everybody, head out there, and as Coach Higgins said, plenty of room. If you want to join the scallywags there, it'll be a great time and hopefully another home win. Pirates have been great at home. They've been great overall. Coach Higgins, congratulations on the huge win last night, the great season so far, and uh, we'll catch up with you again later on this season. Thanks, nice, Shep. Your, your Swansea team needs to needs to get some wins on the board, huh? Man, it is uh, it is tough, coach. We we <laughs> we're in a bad spot right now. But uh, yeah, need to get some Ws. Try to get back uh, get back to the Premier League one day. It'd be fun, man. I, I tell you, I had a blast watching them during the. Man, Gilfie Sigurdsson and, uh, and Wilfred Boney, obviously, and, uh, man, I had a lot of Ashley Williams. They had a really, really good team when I first jumped on board, and uh, it's been kind of tough ever since.
5: Yeah, I actually recruited a guy uh, when I was on the men's side um, from Swansea Academy, so I got to get a nice tour of the stadium and the training facilities a few years ago. Wow. It was good, but. Yeah, there's a lot of soccer left, so hopefully they can um, get a few wins under the belt and climb the table.
3: Yes, sir. All right, Coach Higgins, thanks so much. We'll uh, talk to you again soon, man. All
5: right, Chip, take it easy.
3: All right, there is Gary Higgins joining us here today on the program. Great win for the Pirates last night. And uh, got some comments here. Tyler said, next woman up last night. Good to see you. Maggie Leland come in and keep a clean sheet when Maeve had to leave the game briefly. Maeve English, D.H. Conley, represent. Pike says, is uh, Coach Higgins Italian, like Mason Garcia? Yeah, I think so. I think I picked up some Italian uh, words uh, here and there, perhaps. Uh, Jamie says, we have William Wallace as head coach. Going to kick butt. Cass said, awesome stuff. Eric said, the Scallywags may be the best all-time name for a student section. Agreed that is fantastic uh jamie wants to know coach higgins favorite beer we'll ask him that next time uh no one on youtube said isabella gutierrez played for the mexican national team under 20 uh pretty cool uh, arsenal academy joey you follow soccer so like kids get into these academies early on right yeah, and a
4: lot of them realize they can't make it to the pros or just want a different route and they'll just go america and yeah. get these college scholarships for sure
3: really cool so uh it's, I mean recruiting stuff in every sport but soccer he's literally looking all over the globe. He's
4: really good at recruiting. I spoke with uh, I had a class with the Uruguayan International She was there with their first team as well. I've, I've heard. I spoke with the Mexican International as well he, uh, Gary Higgins does his job really well
3: Alright uh, awesome stuff so next Thursday let's uh, go out to Johnson Stadium. Speaking of ECU Athletics Shirley we got volleyball action coming up tonight in Minji's Coliseum correct? Uh, as the Pirates will be on the hardwood
6: Uh, Yes, their Salute to Service, uh, they've got a uh, two-match set up. So I think that is uh, both matches are tonight, I believe. Um, But uh, it may be tonight and tomorrow night. I'm not quite sure. But I know that they have two matches set up with Florida Atlantic. Uh, First match is tonight at 6 o'clock inside Menchie's Coliseum. And uh, as I mentioned, it's the Salute to Service match. So they're encouraging everybody to wear black. So... um, and uh coach augustine has got those girls rolling uh if i'm not mistaken they're 11 and three overall and i think two and one in the conference so far so they are off to a roaring uh start
3: let me fact check shirley Rhodes here 11 and three two and one in league play i got it nailed it
6: nailed it so uh and if and by the way you know i've said this before there's really no excuse not to go see uh, the volleyball team play. Uh, admission is free. It doesn't cost a thing to go and watch them play, and it's a lot of fun. So uh, if you don't have anything to do tonight and uh, you're in Greenville or can get to Greenville by 6 o'clock, go, go check out uh, the ECU volleyball team because they are a lot of fun to watch.
3: All right. Jack Dover says, Clip, I've been blocked on Twitter by the Rice Club for posting a GIF of crickets below their post. Hashtag Soft all right way to go jack Mm
7: -hmm. get
3: a little i don't have any rice fans to talk junk with so uh yeah if we could get any kind of controversy boiling i'm i'm down for it sorry to hear you've been blocked though all right let's take a break uh gilfrey sigurdsson cleared of all charges will not be charged
4: i mean
3: joey uh yeah i didn't know what old gilfrey's been up to since 2014 and
4: yeah, he, uh had an abrupt stop to his career in 2021.
3: <laughs> Did not know that. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that to That's my why attention. I was surprised
4: he didn't have a little chuckle.
3: Yeah. You know? All right, let's uh, take a break when we return. Brian North joins us to get you ready for your football weekend on a Football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll also have a giveaway for you, free beer Friday as well. Big day. Bud Light on the line. So, a lot to go on this Friday. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this.
7: K about it, not at the light
2: and the bar from the light This is called Don't Stop Me Now
1: You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. And for more information, visit ncparks.gov. And the largest selection of masks, decor, and more for adults and kids is Halloween Express right next to Target. What are you going to be? Get to Greenville's premier Halloween superstore, Halloween Express, and get shopping today because there's only 32 days
7: until Halloween.
6: As Clip is doing karaoke on a Friday.
1: Carry
3: on. Oh, you done? Sure, go right ahead. Was I done? Uh, wrong verse. Great tune. Yep. All right, so in honor of Jack Dover, let's do the "Get Blocked by Rice" challenge. So Jack responded to uh, the. Oh, this isn't even the dang. Oh shoot! I thought this was a uh, the official account. This is the Rice Owl Club. Gifts to the Owl Club enable Rice Athletics to strate- strategically invest in core support resources for student athletes. So he responded to, who's going? Who's joining us Saturday to check out the uniforms? And Jack posted a GIF of crickets. I just posted a GIF of Keith Sweat saying, nobody. <laughs> so I challenge all of you to go uh, on rice owl club at rice owl club post a gif of uh saying nobody will join them to see those uniforms and see if you can get blocked just like jack dover did so jack i'm doing this in honor of you and i hope everyone else joins us in our crusade uh let's see zach says surely do we, do we know if jamis is ready for his start sunday why is he asking you that All right. Do you know if Jameis is ready for a start?
6: I don't think he will. uh...
4: Is he supposed to be starting? (laughs) I don't know.
6: I I was thinking, well, maybe it's in reference to playing the Dolphins, but he's playing for the Saints. So why would that question be?
3: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Let's see. Russ says, I'm not giving to the dang Rice Club. Hmm. All right, Russ. All I'm asking is that we get blocked by them. I don't care if you're giving. Just we we want to get blocked by the Rice Owl Club. That is our one goal. We need to spice this game up somehow. I don't know any Rice fans. I don't have anybody to talk junk to. We need to get something going here. Let's create a beef. This is what it's all about. Creating, manufacturing drama and beef. Yeah. People do it every day online. That's how people get paid. Exactly. And we're going to get in that business here at Pirate Radio. All right, let's head out to the Halloween Express live line. Y'all got your costume ideas ready yet for Halloween? H-A-L-L-O-W-E-N spells Halloween. The largest selection of masks, decor, and more for adults and kids is at Halloween Express right next to Target. What are you going to be? get to greenville's premier halloween superstore halloween express and get shopping today uh so that is uh the new sponsor for our live line i'm excited about halloween express and i'm excited to talk to folks in the month of october and ask them what they're going to be for halloween right now we will check in with brian north who joins us on the halloween express live line to get you ready for your football weekend north how you doing today sir
2: I'm I'm good. We're not into October officially yet, so I'm holding off on the Halloween euphoria that is bound to hit my household because my kids have learned free candy
3: is a good thing. Free candy is awesome. Do the uh, are the costumes picked out yet, or is that still to be determined?
2: Well, the older one is yes. She's been set and determined. She's going to be Elsa. There's no backing off. The younger one has gone from wanting to be a blue car. To Anna, to a fish to something else now. So that one's gonna be uh, probably game time decision.
3: Yeah, could be a uh, a mix of everything. That'd be a would be a fun costume. That. Yep, I've offered all of that. Yep. Man, nice so is Frozen care. still going on? I mean I watched that uh millions of times, so that's going on right now in your house?
2: Yeah, not not a lot, but it's like their go-to reference. I, I think it's more she likes to dress up like it. You know, it's the yeah. princess thing. Of all the princesses, she wants to dress up like her is basically what I think it comes down to.
3: Ten four, Brian, let's talk some football. East Carolina getting ready for Rice. The Pirates have made a couple of trips two Rice, and yep. uh, in the Skip Holtz era, they couldn't score enough points. In the Ruffin McNeil era, they couldn't stop anybody, so yep. uh, how about part three? Donnie Kirkpatrick has been to both. Uh, he talked about it earlier this week. Neither one of his trips have been good. Uh, hopefully, so, they can make it a better one this time around.
2: I remember one of those. There was a safety out of Wilson who should have intercepted a ball to seal the deal. It went right through his hands. Then Rice ended up going down and scoring. And so I, I just remember that bad luck sort of deal there, and uh, it all depends on on JT Daniels. Does he play? It sounds like he's going to. Then you've got uh, uh, is that Luke McCaffrey. The, they've got a, a ton of really good transfers in there right now. So that Rice money coming through and getting those guys to be playing there. And so they're very dangerous. I think it comes down to ECU's defense. Can ECU's defense find a way to slow them down? And then can ECU's offense find enough uh, ways to score uh, against the not great Rice uh, defense to uh, to make it a victory? So, uh, some interesting matchups in this one, and, you know, you're going to have no crowd, probably, so um, it's going to be an interesting matchup, but um, why not now? I mean, uh, this is this is it for ECU, right? They've got to start, uh, we've said all year long, the non-conference is fun, but this is really what they're playing for is when you get into the conference slate, and so uh, I think they really need to start with a win at Rice if they want any chance of winning winning a title this year
3: i'm searching my brain to find out who that safety was and i've I've come up with two names brian and see if one of these rings or do you know the answer or maybe i can ring a bell i'm thinking because i I think these guys were local leon best and casey ross came to mind
2: so it was not leon it was a guy who played out of wilson i think he went to betting field he was a quarterback i think he was wearing number one which i know leon did as well but, um, oh, God, I'll think of it. It's been racking my brain ever since I saw Rice on the schedule. I just have visions of that interception going right through his hands, and then uh, Rice then going down, and I think they kicked the field goal to win it or something like that. It, it was something, it's one of those losses that was um, the, the two steps backwards for Skip Holt as he was trying to get them to be bowl eligible and compete for a title and, um, but just uh, just struggled to get it done uh, on one of those situations.
3: Do you feel like the uh, the forty four to nothing win, like did it did it do anything for you as far as moving forward with East Carolina this year or do you take the opponent in in mind with that? Like well, how did you feel coming out of that win on Saturday?
2: Well, Gardner Webb's not bad and yeah. I loved your tweet where you said this is not the Gardner Webb I was t- promised. Or Stephen Eigel may have done that one, but you can take credit for it. But it was not the Gardner-Webb we were promised, but maybe that had something to do with ECU finally getting things to click. Now, I would have liked to have seen uh, Flynn be able to go, the whole, or go a little bit longer. I think you, you know, you're still kind of leaving that quarterback thing out there uh, for interpretation a little bit. But uh, I liked the running game got going a little bit better. I think the offensive line will get better throughout the year as long as they can stay healthy. And the defense continues to do what it does and turn people over and create points out of that. So, no, I was encouraged by it. I think the team needed confidence more than anything. And I'm kind of glad it wasn't a close game like I thought it was going to be. I think when you have a dominant win like that, is something they needed for their psyche and they can use going forward. So, look, it is still a one-double-A team. I get all of that. But you did what you were supposed to do against them, and you did it in dominating fashion.
3: And, Brian, I texted you on Saturday. Uh, they got the, went out to the garage, got the Camaro cranked up a little bit. And uh, I know uh, as a guy that you always liked the local angle, and you covered him. I, I admittedly, I don't – I, didn't, I don't remember a lot of his highlights from Havelock. I uh, didn't see him do anything in North Carolina. This is like my first kind of seeing Camaro Edmonds do anything on the field, and so it excited me. But how about uh, Camaro, next man up. A couple guys went down, and uh, he took over that opportunity.
2: I was glad he was ready for that opportunity. The knock against Camaro when he was at Havelock, and then even at UNC was immaturity, and how he was going to handle adversity and not being the guy and competing with people who are just as good, if not better, than him. How would he handle it? And I don't think he handled it well in high school, and I think at UNC he had some issues. But I think last year was the year he grew up, and he uh, ended up uh, playing a little bit at the end of the year. Um, didn't do much, but that little taste really got him working harder. He lost even more weight. He been quicker, but he was buried in that, in that room again, right? And so I wasn't sure how he was going to respond, but then he got his opportunity on Saturday and really looked like the old Camaro that I was used to, quick feet. Uh, a bigger guy, but quick feet and, and hard to tackle and uh, get down the sidelines. And so, um, very happy to see that. I think he needed that for his confidence, but I just think he's grown up and matured where he's accepting that role of whenever it's his time, he'll take that opportunity, and now we'll see if that leads to more opportunities.
3: Brian North joining us. I feel like a younger Brian North would be hanging out with Corso uh, at game day this weekend in Durham. You uh, you, or Luke, or anybody going to make that trip to Durham? So,
2: young Luke is – getting closer and closer to that, he's actually going to go to Elon and, and to NC Central, so he'll be in Durham. But he's kind of, uh, you know, he has to be back to do the shows, and that's a 7.30 kickoff, and he's, as probably should be, a little leery of trying to get into Wallace Wade Stadium and, and get everything set up for him to be successful there. So we had thought about it, but we're just going to hold him back. We're going to get him close, so he'll be at NC Central earlier. We'll get him close to the whole thing, but uh, it's kind of like, you know, in the, the, these moon missions, we're getting close to the moon, but not landing on it for the first couple times. Okay, that's kind of, kind of what we're doing with him. We're getting clo- you're getting closer to it, but uh, he will not be at
3: Wallace Wade per se. And Brian, I know for guys like you, Friday night should be high school night, and you got the Blitz coming up. You'll have uh, highlights of the games coming up tonight, but uh sorry high school folks uh good slate of games tonight in college football including one in raleigh as louisville takes on nc state louisville undefeated four and zero, taking on three and one nc state also utah at oregon state la tech and utep and cincinnati byu here on this friday so i know this gets lost uh, on you do you feel like uh friday should be sacred for high school or are you okay with uh, some college football
2: well, I, I think it should be sacred for high school football because that's what I'm invested in, right? But, but why are we invested in it? Because we are getting sponsorship for a high school football show, so it's about the money, right? And that's what we care about. And I like that it was just Friday nights. But now ESPN has figured out that they can make money, too, on Friday nights. That's been always kind of a void there. So they put college football games there. And then it's up to the fans to, to make the choice of what they want to do and what they want to go watch. Hardcore college fans or NC State fans are going to go to Carter Finley. The the only problem I see is those who are fringe or like to do both. And so you have some people who like to catch a high school football game and will give them some money and then go and watch college Saturday. Now you're taking that away from the high schools because I think people will pick NC State over a high school almost any day of the week. That's the hard part. It's a good game. It's a big game. It's, it's got all these things. I just hate that we can't give it attention because we have obligations to do our high school coverage, which, to me, I can remember Steve Logan getting crushed. Oh, yeah. on his decision, you know, to play on those Friday nights. And then high school teams were going to boycott. And it's <laughs> kind of funny how that tune has changed now. You just kind of deal with it. I've noticed not as many games have been played in, at, at, in North Carolina in the past, right? I mean, a lot of times these guys are on the road on Friday. This is the first time I can remember an NC State Friday night game, and I'm sure there has been, but uh, here
3: early in the year, it'll take away from the high school. And I'm shocked uh, here, 2023, let's see, over under 2027, Brian, when we see uh, NFL Friday night game of the week. I'm surprised we haven't already.
2: Well, and, and what happened to Thursdays, right? College was happy with just having Thursdays because yep. they found that void, and then the NFL started looking at those numbers going, well, shoot, we could do that too. So. Wouldn't be surprised at all if they can find a way to work it out. Uh, there always used to be these gentleman agreements, right, that you didn't impinge on somebody else. Like you don't play on the All-Star night or you don't play during when the World Series starts. You always have – there was always these gentleman agreements that have kind of – are starting to go by the wayside.
3: Because there are no more gentlemen, Brian. Damn kids these days.
2: Yeah, and so and everybody's trying to get some of that money, right? Yeah. And everybody – Steve Logan also told me, You can never make enough money, and so everybody's trying to, these networks are trying to do that, right? They keep raising your cable rates and doing all these things. They've got to find a way to generate the revenue to to keep their ratings up so they can keep demanding the money out of your pocket.
3: Uh, On that Notre Dame-Duke game, you know, does Hartman bounce back? Uh, I will say, pretty interesting talking to uh, to Jeff and Adu yesterday, and I said, you know, I, I like Notre Dame to bounce back in this one, and he said, you know, question, who has the best quarterback in this game? And Nine out of ten people will say Sam Hartman. But Riley Leonard might have something to say about that. And I don't know. It kind of got me excited to see Riley Leonard and, uh, and Sam Hartman duke it out on that, Saturday.
2: Yeah, Riley Leonard's really good now. And he's a dual threat guy. He runs better than Hartman. And Hartman's a decent runner. But Riley Leonard can really get after it on the ground. And uh, has been throwing it all over the place. And let me tell you the difference in Duke now. The difference in Duke is that Mike Elko has put a lot of his guys on the defensive side of the ball. They're allowing less than 10 points per game. I know the schedule hasn't been hard. Mm. They've only allowed double digits once in, in four games so far. you got a guy like Terry Moore, Scary Terry from Washington, who was a productive running back for him last year. But they decided they wanted him at safety, and so they threw him over on the other side. He's playing really well over there. And so that's kind of been the philosophy for Mike Elko is taking some of these uh, best athletes that he has and putting them on the defensive side of the ball where they need it. So I think that's going to be one of the neat things, is how that defense does against sam hartman but i i think riley leonard no i he might be i don't know you know not have to think about it, but he's definitely one of the top four quarterbacks in the a c c in my estimation, so um no, he's legit now will he'll give a good chance. To uh, show him and showcase him uh, to the nation when they take on Notre Dame.
3: Speaking of quarterbacks, Brian shifting over back to the NFL, and it uh, looks like Bryce Young will give it a go for the Panthers coming up against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings on Sunday. Zero and three versus zero and three in that one, and I don't know—is do, that good news for the Panthers that Bryce Young's starting? <laughs>
2: you know, Andy Dalton looked pretty good last week, uh, and that veteran presence is what you want, but he's not the future. And so I think with this team, I really do think these Panthers players are going to get better as they get used to the system and the season goes on if if you don't lose the locker room. And I think Bryce Young will get better, but you have to go through the growing pains of it first. You have to get him to play to do that. Now, I've seen plenty of quarterbacks sit and watch and get better, too. Yeah. I mean, a guy named Patrick Mahomes barely played his first season, and a guy named Carson Palmer didn't play at all his first season. So there's been guys who have have not played and watched and and. and learn so but i think bryce young's a smart guy he'll he'll get it if he can his body can hold up he just he's got to get his receivers healthy they haven't been healthy all year long uh get some weapons to him but they're going to get better as the year goes on having said that they'll probably still lose on sunday because i think the the vikings are a little more desperate
3: brian north joining us on the halloween express live line getting you ready for your football weekend what uh games you highlighting on the blitz tonight brian
2: Oh, it's a crappy night of high school games. Having said all that about NC State, <laughs> I mean, that's probably the best game in the state. Uh, we've only got two games in our 15-county viewing area that have teams with winning records. And so there's no real marquee matchups that you look at. Southwest Edgecombe at North Pitt's one of those games with both teams have winning records, but North Pitt's been a little bit on the struggle bus here the last couple of weeks. Southwest Edgecombe looks like they're going to be competing for the Eastern Plains Conference title. And then we've got a weird one, West Carteret at Dixon. Dixon's won three in a row, and Dixon's a team we never talk about in football because they've been bad for so long, but they've got a new head coach and they got things turned around, and so we'll see. But outside of that, you know, there's the drama going on at Newburn with ineligible players. That's still playing out, uh, but but our best teams, Jacksonville, uh, West Craven, and East Duplin, are all off tonight. I guess Conley at Havelock's a decent game. You know, when Isaiah Crumpler going against that Havelock team that's trying to find its identity offensively. So there's a few good games, but it's, this is not the most memorable week. There's no game of the century
3: this week. Yeah, ten four. We got the high school huddle coming up at 6 with Morgan Aylers. We got Conley football tonight. Brian, always enjoy our Friday football chats. We'll see if we can track you down Saturday night and uh, talk a little more ECU Rice with you on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. I look forward to it, Clipper. There is Brian North joining us. Halloween Express, a live line on a football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We are talking football today. We're also trying to get blocked by the Rice Owl Club. And uh, in honor of Jack Dover, who was blocked, and everybody is uh, sending their gifts over to Rice Owl Club. And uh, Jamie, John Moody, Josh, Redbeard have all gotten in on the act. So thank you guys for your service. Here on this Friday, and uh, we hope you all join in on trying to get blocked by the Rice Owl Club. Why? Mostly boredom. Just trying to get a little excitement for this ECU Rice game. Pirates need it. Uh, get to 2-3 uh, and three on the year 1-0 and zero in conference play. We're also seeking out our first fbs win of the season it'd be nice to get that one before we hit the month of october all right let's take a break when we return we'll wrap up our number one fast moving our number one here on pirate radio live jamie says i love this show it's so much fun we're trying to get blocked by the rice owls thanks jack dover you never know what will happen when you tune in to pirate radio live Still to come on today's show: Tony Dunn, C Three Podcast. We'll talk Panthers. We'll make NFL picks. We got DJ Captain Morgan, Morgan Ehlers, also Mark Greenhedge. Boy, I'm not super into the Ryder Cup, but if I was, I would be disappointed because apparently USA is getting spanked. We'll talk about that with Greeny. Hour three on today's edition of Power Radio Live. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Christie's Euro Pub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink this ECU football season. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks, From ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. And if you like brunch, Christie's has brunch every day, Tuesday through Sunday. For the latest information, check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit them online at Christie'sEuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint at Christie's Euro Pub. Go Pirates! Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on this Friday, our last Pirate Radio Live of September. Not our last broadcast here in these studios of September. That'll be coming up on Saturday with the Bud Light pregame tailgate. And the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call in show will get underway 3 o'clock on Saturday, taking you up to that 7 o'clock kickoff, ESPN Plus, East Carolina, and Rice. And uh, we'll be with you taking your calls after the game, U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call in show. Could be a really fun one if the Pirates could get their first conference win of the season, go to one and zero in conference play, and give uh, folks something to be happy about heading into a bye and heading into a, a big game against the SMU. So, a lot on the line coming up this weekend for East Carolina.
6: Yeah, because you don't want to get to a you know you don't want to go down there, lose the game, and then you know recite the words of "Wake Me Up" when September ends. Did on you the just way want to
3: you wanted to get that? I in I wanted somehow. to get that in there. All right.
6: I was. I had been waiting all week for that one.
3: Wake me up when September ends. People are going to have to be awoken up. The casual fan needs to wake up Saturday uh, because September will be ending. Let's look at national days today. Mm. Forgot to do this yesterday. Let's see what we missed on yesterday, real quick. Yesterday we missed National North Carolina Day. Wow! How about that? Good As Donnie North Kirkpatrick Carolina. would say, the best state in the state. In the world, in the United States, I miss National Drink Beer Day. Oh, I used to celebrate that one too much. Joey, did you have a beer yesterday?
4: I did have a beer yesterday. Nice
3: way to celebrate National Strawberry Cream Pie Day. Does Uh,
6: anybody eat strawberry? I I don't. Strawberry cream? I
3: don't eat any pies i like pecan pie i guess
4: i like pie pecan pie looks good i've never tried it though yeah okay I've always, it's a little too pricey at food line for me
3: hmm all right it's a
4: buck extra out of the range you know
3: i hear you everybody's got their range yeah. and that one 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 too high for you national good neighbor day hope y'all were a good neighbor yesterday
6: like a good neighbor stay over there
3: very good very good today is national gay men's hiv aids awareness day Okay. Right. Be aware of that. It is Urban National Wildlife Refuge. Refuge Day. All right. Okay.
6: Urban National Wildlife Refuge.
3: Yep. All those words. Okay. It is National VFW Day. Veterans of Foreign Wars. You're correct. All right. It is that day today. And it is National Coffee Day. How do y'all feel about coffee? I
4: love coffee.
6: I like um cold coffee, like an iced coffee. Yeah. Um, you know that Starbucks drink that I used to drink all the time that I now no longer can drink, but that's kind of like a cold coffee. I like that.
3: Just never been a fan. I don't like how it tastes. I like a frappuccino. I like how it smells. Really? But I don't like how it tastes.
4: I wasn't a fan of how it smelled, but then I got to taste it and I kinda got used
3: so to it. So we are the opposite on yeah. that. How about that, folks?
6: Now, I will have a cold... Not a cold, excuse me. I'll have a hot coffee. If I have a hot coffee... Coffee?
3: Where are you from, Boston?
6: Yeah, from Boston. Boston. Looking for my cockies. Um,
3: Put my coffee on my cockies.
6: (laughs) So, but yeah. um, If I have a cup of coffee, one of two things has happened. Either I've had less than four hours of sleep, or it's... 30 degrees outside
3: well i would in that route i'd go a hot chocolate
6: I, I would prefer a hot chocolate but if it's not available i will go a coffee but it has to have sugar and cream in it
3: i like a hot chocolate. I, I can't
6: stand a just a normal you know just plain black cup of coffee you like I, I mar-
3: can, marshmallows in your hot chocolate
6: i if it's the marshmallows like the that comes ones? in that comes in the box yes because they're kind of candied marshmallows almost yeah But, like, if they're real marshmallows, yeah, I'll probably pass. I'm not a fan of the real marshmallows.
3: Fair enough. Eric M. drinks his coffee black, no sugar, no cream. Yeah,
6: that's how my mom drinks it.
3: He also says it's pecan, not pecan. Pecan, That is correct. Tomato, tomato. Pecan pie. Mm
6: Mm-mm, it's pecan pie.
3: What, how did Joey say it? Pecan?
6: I think he said pecan.
3: pecan.
4: No. Tomato, tomato, buddy.
3: Nobody says tomato, so I hate that phrase.
4: Caramel, caramel.
3: Okay, that's better. But think about it, dude. How many times, yeah, do you want, I'll take a sub, give me lettuce, onion, and tomato? You've never
4: said that. Nobody's ever said that. <laughs> I don't want to have to be on a technicality, but my mom always says tomato. That is different. That's how you say it there.
6: Around uh, these parts is tomato. That's different. And it's not even tomato, it's tomato.
3: That's different. It's mater. It's a mater. tomato. Uh, Eric says coffee puts a little taco meat on his chest. <laughs>
6: I'll tell you
4: what, I can't do. I got a little taco Crandall meat style. on my chest. Huh? I can't do Marcus Crandall style where he's hot chocolate, hot coffee in the summer. That's yeah. Oh, I
6: can't candidat. do that. Not in the summer, no.
4: He's crazy. But he was a dog, so
3: dog. Marcus Crandall, dog. dog. Jason Nichols, dog. dog. We'll see those guys in here tomorrow. Billy Weaver dog okay he <laughs> got the dog status from joey Uh see too if we could check in with uh maybe dg tomorrow i got a feeling he'll be in durham for uh game day i
6: was just there last night
3: joey as a sports fan and as someone your age like if you weren't involved with pirate radio ecu's on the road would you this is the closest game day's ever been to yeah greenville would you have any interest in going just to see the party?
4: Yeah, I was. I was talking to a couple of buddies who are going uh, oh, cool. to go check it out, and I'm kind of envious, jealous about it. But it's, it's all right. I'm out here at Pirate Radio; it's the best. Place I mean, at the end of be. the
3: day, you're just standing outside.
4: Yeah, and it's in Durham. I don't want to be around a bunch of dookies anyway. So,
3: very okay. good. Yeah, very good point. Are they going to have like pirate flags or anything? Yeah, they're
4: going all up signs purple and gold. Yeah, hmm. uh, I don't know about signs. I think they should make one though.
3: All right. Um... Russ said, Mike P. said, instead of saying tomato, tomato, say zero, zero. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> it's like zero. Forty-four to there. It's like, 40, it's like It's like zero, zero.
6: Forty-four
3: to zero. Zero. <laughs> uh let's see. Russ, what is your beef, Russ, with rice? I want to declare war on the nation of rice. They have no fans, and I hate them. They are the worst. I hate them and SMU. Their band dresses up in costume. Hmm. Russ, where did this hatred of Rice come from? Were you attacked by an owl as a kid? I love Rice. Did, um, did a
6: bowl of Rice do something?
3: Did Lance Berkman hit a home run against your favorite team? I'm pretty sure he went to Rice. Now I need to look that up
6: did rice give you food poisoning or something
3: yeah I mean does it have something to do with that let's see Lance Berkman went to rice I'm not a moron always good to know All right, uh, let's take a break when we return hour 2 pirate radio live here on a football Friday we're still trying to get blocked by rice owl fan is that what it is uh oh uh oh it won't let me go up you get the block? did we do it how do I find out I guess Rice Owl Club oh man I can still see their stuff
7: <laughs>
3: I don't know what happened there alright I have not yet been blocked so we are trying to get blocked by Rice Owl Club Josh Young Joey thank you John Moody Redbeard, Jamie. This is all in honor of Jack Dover, who was blocked by Rice Owl Club. Huh? I don't know though. Will it let me post a. Uh... Yeah, okay. I'm not blocked yet. Trying to get blocked before this show's over. We'll take a break. Come back. Tony Dunn will join us. Week four NFL picks. Bryce Young back. We'll talk about it all when we return after this.
1: listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Do you need custom T-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business organization or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC com the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday Funday covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a single game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff
3: all right back with you chad has joined the army trying to get blocked by rice owl club good to see if you're just tuning in uh pirate radio listener jack dover was blocked by rice owl club for posting a crickets gif (laughs) under a post so now i want everybody to send your best gif over to them and see if you can get blocked as well and we've got our army on it right now, Tony. Dunn. this is, you know, it's great to just get everybody mobilized together. I love it. Yeah, I love. And everybody right fighting on, on one accord.
8: This one- is how I get interview. Try to get interviews sometimes <laughs> is I get people to just bully
3: people on pressure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, peer pressure works, people. That it does. Tony, how you doing? Great. Are you? Because you're a Panthers fan, and the Braves just ended the Cubs' hopes for the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so nice shirt. Yeah. I feel bad. I. am uh, Chad over at UBE, big Braves fans. So every time I see him outside, we talk about the Braves. And I was like, man, I don't know if I should feel this way. I feel bad for the Cubs, like they had two chances to win this week. In the I series. would
8: say, man, I think the fact that they were just in it down the stretch. Okay. This year, I mean, really going into this this year, nobody thought we were going to be competitive at all, and okay. it turned out to be a great season in many ways. You know,
3: like I like ple- that outlook. pleasantly surprising. All right, fair enough. Uh, Chad said, can someone tell me why Rice is wearing Oilers-inspired jerseys? Chad, I know that big, giant head of yours has a brain in there. And I don't know if you're trying to make some kind of Titans joke or whatever, but they're in Houston. That's it. It
8: has to be a Titans joke.
3: There's, I'm sure there's a joke in there, but I don't have time to decipher it. <laughs> Chad and your giant noggin. I still, I mean, look, I've known Chad since birth.
8: Since birth.
3: But I, 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 I'm starting to hate him because of his team, the Titans. Every week with this team. <laughs> I hate him. <'em>. These mutter. <laughs> Every week with these guys. So, you, you know c- what, man? Why is it just, you're just starting to hate
8: them? This no, has no, been no. the
3: case for I know. like five years, Clip. I know, I know. But I try not to hate someone immediately. I try to give them five years before I really start. Well, leaving. at least he gave up on the Tana Thrill thing. Has he? I, I haven't I seen I don't him think like, so. Oh, God. I don't think he's given up. I think he still probably calls him Ryan Tana Thrill. Oh. One of the worst <laughs> nicknames of all time. One of the most undeserved nicknames of yes, all time. Yes. Yeah, I have heard that one. That sucks. All right. Let's talk Panthers. I'm going to say something nice about the Panthers. Oh, gosh. i want to say kudos to you. Who late in your draft, whether you're a Panthers fan or just needed a receiver, said, "You know what? I'm going to do." Yeah, you know, sometimes it, teams will give a contract to an old guy just to say thank you for your service. Say, "I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put Adam Thielen on my team just for the hell of it." And Adam Thielen was looking spry on Sunday. Yeah, caught a touchdown. Week he was feeling it. He was, and uh, that's my one Panthers good thing. I'm gonna say.
8: Yeah, 145 yards, like 11 catches. um... I mean a lot of it came at the end yeah. Uh, but yeah you know I mean he's he's been the the main target for the Carolina Panthers the most consistent and despite everybody saying he's
3: old well I'm, he is old he's 33 He that is old in NFL what do you not understand are you saying it because we're older than him I'm talking about NFL age
8: he's old Older, yeah, but I feel like there's a lot of there's offensive linemen that play in their late 30s all the time. We're not like, oh, Andrew Whitworth or whatever. whatever. That's probably not his name.
3: There's not a lot of receivers that that do that in their mid 30s.
4: Yeah, he's definitely old for his position.
3: Tony, I know you like to argue, but how do you how are you going He's argue? older. Yeah, he okay. is older. Fine, older. <laughs> Speaking of 31 arguing, thirty-one or thirty-three. Chad said, "Would you prefer Tana Wheels?" Chad, <laughs> you're, you're banned. Uh, you're blocked. Blocked. Block him. How did you come up with a worse name than Tana Thrill? Tana Wheels. You're done, Chad. Tana Wheels. Uh, How can you make me even more mad? Tana Wheels. I see your Tana Thrill. Tan. Tan. Tana Wheels. Tan. Tana Wheels. All right. So Bryce Young practicing. Bryce yes, Young playing sounds like it. Yeah, yeah.
4: he got announced. He was expected to start. Is yeah. that
3: a good thing? If you want to win,
8: uh, week? man, I don't know if you can win either. Anyway, okay, you know, it's <laughs> like it doesn't matter if it's Dalton in there, and I mean, and that sounds so uh, defeated. But I mean, look, Minnesota's offense. I don't know how you're going to stop them. I mean, Justin Jefferson alone can annihilate any team. The Chargers double teamed him the entire game. Yeah. And he still had 145 yards. He puts
3: 145 oh, yards up every week. The, what was it, Philly the week before, they had three guys on. Yeah. Them. Kirk <laughs> Cousins didn't care. And, like, he makes the most contested catches I've seen. Yeah. He is incredible. It's like the best duo that we've
8: seen since Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams. You know, where it was just like Automatic. every week it's going to be 11 he's going to have 11 receptions.
3: Uh, uh, apparently they hate each other, but Josh yeah. Allen, Stefan Diggs have that connection. Oh there. yeah. Every week. I think Stefan is just the, the most typical receiver in the
8: history of the world. He's he like a throwback. Biggest diva. Okay.
3: So we were having a discussion, which I, I got it from part of my take, but it was a It was Jason Nichols. We were talking about how we don't have the diva receivers. Yeah. It's not like as much anymore.
8: It. Now you got nice receivers. You got like uh Jamar
3: chase super nice Garrett Wilson like a mature adult receiver yeah and he's like 19 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah Stefan Diggs I mean I think
8: the most outrage. well I mean you got Mike Evans right now with a little contract thing but not I mean we never even know he's on the team or like outside the field like he's always quiet
3: yeah yeah he's Uh, not Ocho he's not T.O. no I mean
8: those guys back in the day I mean even with Randy yeah yeah, and I loved his antics. Uh, um no is Stefan anyway. Diggs is the the old school throwback wide receiver. Um have yeah, you but,
3: looked at the Vikings at all? Like sometimes you focus on your team. I, did. I, have, I have three and oh and three, Tony. They're better they can't than, run the ball. They're better than oh and three.
8: Um they just have they first they've had a hard schedule. They're a difficult schedule. Yeah. The Eagles, which they played kinda down the stretch. They lost to the Bucks,
3: in week one. That was a head scratch. Yeah, it was. And then we watched the Chargers, and we called exactly what was about to happen in that game all last week. What a. That was
8: nuts. And then I was listening to one um, a, a guy from The Athletic, and he's a writer that covers the Chargers. And he was like, yeah, the math says you should do that. And I said I was like, this is no, the math does not say go for it with a minute and twenty eight up four on in your own territory. It just I mean, yes, no, if yeah. you get it, yes, there's a seventy five percent conversion rate. But the uh, the idea is is like if you were on the thirty, okay. Nah, you still you kick a field goal there. I mean, I don't know, it just didn't make
3: any sense. But immediately after that happened, I said Kirk Cousins would throw the interception. And he did. And he did. So it didn't even matter.
8: Yeah. They had you know, they ran the ball better against the Chargers. And now they're gonna have Acres. Acres. Oh yeah, this will be his debut, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know. Is the look the Panthers aren't good at anything right now. So, I mean, we're a get right team for a lot of people. <laughs> and it's just difficult, you know, each week it seems to kinda of change of what the problem is. Um and now the problem is we're regressed to the mean on our offensive line. We're back to the norm with Carolina fan, with Carolina Panthers. And I tried to tell Panther fans this all over the uh, offseason. I said, look, guys, I've been watching this team for a long time. You're one injury away from the offensive line that you say is good being horrific. Yeah. And the, the thing is, is last year's offensive line was just better than average for us. So it was like, holy cow, we got this great offensive line and you lose Austin Corbett now we've lost Brady Christensen turns out Brady Christensen was our best offensive lineman Aquanu is playing bad he had good. six fault starts dude yeah or not- five fault starts but okay you're on the road in a noisy place but he also was just getting beat by like a drum and just speed rush on the outside against him so you know it's just stinks that that he isn't progressing and it's wild too, as you go back and you look at all those players that we for each year. Uh, Penae Soule was remember it was uh, Slater and Soule that year, and then you get Icky and Cross and all these it's Evan Neal. Who I yeah, and they're all playing right guard, uh, right tackle. Every single one of these generational, awesome top ten talents, and every single one of Penae Soule, right guard, uh, right tackle. You know, what I mean, I think Slater is the only one. And
3: and I don't even know if he's playing well right now. So are you saying the Panthers, the talk was like they didn't want to take a left tackle, they wanted a right tackle, and these guys are now playing right tackle? No, I'm what just you saying,
8: saying is that everybody, that and when you're looking in the draft and all the prognosticators are
3: saying, here's this future left tackle, oh, okay. and
8: then they all turn out playing right tackle.
3: Yeah. Well, uh-huh. If they're good, they can play anywhere. Or if they're not good enough to protect the blind side, then they go to the, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. How I don't it know. It
8: just turns out that, it look, that that these offensive linemen look really good in college. And yeah. then when they get to the pros, they're like, oh, you're pretty average. or normal.
3: Jamie says you do have one consistent problem each week. Frank Reich. <sighs> this is the Colts guy, right? Yeah. Colts fan. Um, He's going to stick with that. Yeah, and that's
8: fine. And that's fine. As right now is like all the evidence is on his side you know more than anything yeah. um you know I just gotta I gotta it's bad it's been bad man and it's just been bad everywhere um so he is but he has been bad as well Frank Wright hasn't been great we well uh, Andy Dalton threw the ball fifty eight times last week we just can't run the ball that's crazy yeah
3: we we went into this season knowing the south would be gettable and it seems like every team at least so far. Has kind of shown they can be pesky, except one, and that's Carolina. Like Falcons are going to stink, but they got a defense, they got a run game, and we've seen that in a couple games. Bucks are going to stink. I don't know how they won two games. Maybe they'll win some more, but I think they will stink. And then the Saints, I keep going back to. I don't know if their
8: defense does not fall
3: off. So I'm looking at uh, two weeks ago. My easy peasy pick of the week was Chiefs over uh, Jags. And I love that. Last week, it was Lions over Falcons. I like that a lot. This week, and I don't even know who the quarterback is, I, Saints minus three and a half against the Bucks, or now it's three, might be my pick, even though I don't know who the quarterback is, just because I feel like their defense is going to give up about 13 points. They can score 17 and win. Baker's right? going to throw three picks. He's due for one of those, and I'm feeling and that. And they're, they're, they're
8: greedy back there. There's, that Saints defense. And, you know... Um, I just I forecast pain, pain everywhere. Jameis Winston James. coming in throwing five hundred yards this week. Jameis
3: did his part last week, man. Jameis got the is Saints better lined up Carr. for the game winning. Wow. Well. yeah, I love. James. We love Jameis. We do love. We James. want to see. I hope Jameis gets him to the ball. Succeed. Yeah, you know what? That makes me feel even better about uh, the Saints.
8: You know, so look, is the I've I've recalibrated my expectations for the Carolina Panthers, and they really are where they should have been in the beginning and that is to just get better from week to week. And right now we haven't gotten better from re- week to week, and we'll like to see – you know, I just want to see – this is the year of Bryce Young progressing. Uh, but the Frank Reich and the, the coaching staff is going to have – maybe we we crowned them a little too cool, maybe
3: yeah. too quickly. Yeah.
8: And I think it was because you had names that you knew, right? You Like you hear Caldwell, because I want to – I excited like,
3: you and nobody else. I am. The, like uh, – you're right. Okay, I <laughs>
8: guess that is. Maybe they weren't even exciting names.
3: You yeah, had the homecoming aspect of it too. Yeah, you got people's heart going a little yeah. bit. Um, but now that you recalibrate and you say, "All right, this season is what it is." Now you're just kind of looking for growth for young and things. Yeah, like
8: that. I think we start uh-huh. zero and six though. I mean, if they you got to win this week to have a winnable game because well, you got, you got the Lions um, and We're you right. got the Dolphins oh goodness yeah Yeah. I mean the Dolphins is that in Charlotte that would be a fun one for you to go to if it is I'll look it up you going to any games this year um, I don't know. I uh, should. I was was going to go to that Monday night game originally, but you know, we do the post game. It's almost just more complicated to go to the game.
3: Oh, at Lions, game. at Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then t- we'll have Stroud versus Bryce, which I will be at that game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the think, quarterback. And then brought. Richardson. We'll have Richardson versus Bryce. Those
8: are the those are the real fun games of the year, yeah. probably. And then we'll even. have
3: Fields versus Bryce. And then
8: you are going to have the Cowboys wow. at home. Yeah, and that's going to be. Oh no, a lot of Cowboys fans.
4: Yeah, a lot Last of Cowboys fans. Three weeks fans. in a row of quarterbacks that I wanted over Bryce Young. That's
0: awesome.
4: <laughs> uh,
3: would
0: you take oh, Fields you over on? Bryce Young yes. today?
4: No. Absolutely, Cause, Oh, cuz no. that's a different situation. Justin Fields in that year with that offense is a different situation. Oh, I'm talking about right now though.
3: Like today He's if they made terrible, a trade. Terrible, dude.
4: If I would trade Bryce I know what Young you're Justin saying. Fields,
3: I'm saying right now on this Friday. Trade swap. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, I don't know if you're winning with either, but I think wow. Fields looks awful. At yeah, least Bryce, you had hope that he could turn into something.
4: Yeah. Where have you seen that hope? Two since games. Alabama. Two games. That's all. I mean, since
3: Alabama. That's it. I saw it at Alabama.
4: I just feel like I'm a Panther fan who's overly pessimistic, and I like to use realistic as much as I can. I good. Think Bryce Young is going to be a good quarterback.
8: All right. Jeez. That stinks that's bad news for the panthers you know that's a big setback yeah you know we're talking um another decade of
4: of sorriness
8: yeah like it, the battle S- hawks could sorriness. be it's really hard to miss on a quarterback a, in the first round we're xfl champions we, oh, okay my bad when was the last time uh, i guess maybe the 49ers are the only team that i know of that missed on a quarterback oh that the eagles maybe because Carson Wentz, you could say they kind of uh, missed yeah. on him.
3: Although he was like, he was they went to MVP, MVP Bowl. one year or something.
4: I'll take Bryce Young to take me to the Super Bowl and then never play for us again.
3: Like, you're, yeah. you're looking for the last team to miss on a QB and then still end up okay? Yeah, I mean the 49ers and... The uh, Niners like the only team that can do it.
8: Yeah, the Jets almost did it and then...
4: The Cardinals consistently miss on quarterbacks.
3: So the Cardinals missed... On Rosen... And then went right back to it the next year with with Murray. Murray. You could say they, yeah, but their
8: team still stunk. Yeah. Yeah, it's never Cliff King's.
3: We're looking for misses that actually they were able to still win. Somehow weather the storm. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's take a break. So this has nothing to do with anything, but this is funny. Mike P said, uh, Dion said he was booed out of the womb. Is the image of a room full of doctors and nurses booing when a baby is being born the most hilarious thing ever? (laughs) Here's your baby boy. Boo, Boo you (laughs) suck. Giving him the finger. Dion Sanders said that? Go back to where you came from. Go back to where you came from. The womb. Nobody loves you. Dion said he was booed out of the womb. Room full of doctors and nurses, just straight booing them. Been an underdog his whole life. Other parents walking by with their newborns, sticking their head in. Boo! <laughs> Come on, Dion. You
1: suck.
4: Come on, Dion. Yeah, as soon as the doctor delivered him, you'll never make it to the league.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, back with you and our picks. Did we get Danny's picks?
4: Uh, Danny has not
3: responded. See, this is why I didn't want to let his. He's out. He's done.
4: I figured if you miss a week, you're going to be done.
3: All right, back with I you mean, after the this. The game
4: isn't so.
3: <laughs> He's out. <laughs>
4: Oh,
1: you're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. The Sidebar is the place to be this football season in downtown Greenville. Get your team together for dinner on the patio or inside starting at 5.30 Tuesday through Saturday or take a break from work and enjoy the tastiest foods around for lunch thursday through saturday from 11 30 to 2 30 and on sundays enjoy a delicious fall brunch from 11 to 2 make your reservation today by calling 751-0151 follow the sidebar on facebook or on instagram at sidebar.greenville for more details now let's head back into prl here's clip
3: all right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Friday, Shirley. You think ever, anyone's ever used FarmersOnly.com to find help with their crop?
6: I don't believe so.
3: Uh-huh. I just thought about that today.
6: It's slightly disappointing, though. I mean, you know, the help There's is all there. Those farmers you, out there. I mean, the help is there. All you have to do is ask.
3: Yeah, that's what. Reach I Reach out suggest. for help uh do y'all want to hear some bryce young slander by michael winstead sure i know joey's okay with it shirley's okay with it tony can you handle it today yes he said got to get bryce a stepladder to see over the offensive line <laughs> no, i didn't say it was original. the most
8: original oh, joke oh man first one ever i've ever he's ever heard about his height
4: the only thing i'll give bryce is he's had less swatted balls than baker mayfield that's about it
8: and then like half of the people in the league they had, I saw a crazy stat where it was like actually tall players have a, a ridiculously higher
3: rate of getting the ball batted. That stat was made up by me, <laughs> Um All right, let's get to some picks. Tony wins the week last week at 10 and 5. Joey loses the week at 8 and 7. But as a collective, our first. week where we all had a winning week yeah yeah i'll take it all right y'all ready uh for a london game is that what this jags game is yes god yep and they're playing on andy's uh in andy's room the toy story thing oh now i want to watch that i wonder how it's gonna look like what they're gonna do i don't know i might check it out Falcons versus Jags. I tell you what, the Jags are on my list and it's a list that you don't want to be on. Trevor Lawrence stinks. Yeah. What are they doing? I'm going to give them one more chance. I'm going to give them one more chance this week. I'm going to take the Jags, but man I'm I'm right with you. Losing at home by twenty to the Texans is gross. Is we, they
6: has they been cleared yet? Uh, no, no, he's, he's not, not playing. He is not yeah. playing. Okay, because the last I checked, he was day to day, so
3: Calvin Ridley revenge game, good point. Um, Love a revenge game.
8: I guess the Jags. I mean, if there is a home field advantage, the you Jags. I think those have it. people
3: over there yeah. like are like the Jags. Yeah, um, it's in Wembley Stadium.
4: Really? That's
3: yeah, a big stadium. for reals. Yeah, I wouldn't lie to you, Joey. I'm going with the
8: Jags. I just I realized that they weren't for real when. Um, you know that dumbest game of the year that you said that the one I regret. Which one was the that? The Chiefs, where I picked oh, the Jags yeah, over yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even score touchdowns to the second quarter in that game. Like, if there was a game where you're going to pull it out. I'm talking about the Chiefs didn't score a touchdown to the second anybody. quarter. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if there was an opportunity for you yeah. to kind of assert yourself and say, hey, we're, we're here. Yep. Um, we're not coming no more. We're here. Play me my
3: theme music. Nope. Boo. (laughs) You're a baby, boo. Go
4: back to where you came from. (laughs) All
3: right, you're going Jags. Joey. Uh,
4: Chandler and Joey are going
3: Jags as well. Okay. Dolphins at Bills. I am going to take all my football watching experience and pick the Bills in this game. God. I know, I, I know it don't make a lot of sense. No, it does. Is I it, wanted to take the Bills a bit, too.
7: But.
3: A team just scored 70 points, and they're underdogs. What in the world? Why is this the—because. They say
8: 70% of the money is on the Bills.
3: Yeah, and, and it's probably just because of what I said. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Or the like, sharp
8: money is with them.
3: Yeah, I know.
8: It's the side to bet. It's on. a letdown game. It's a— 70 points. I'm picking the Dolphins. I'm picking with my heart. All right and my head what are you talking about is look the bills the bills haven't even played great this year they did last week
3: (laughs) who'd they play last week washington oh yeah Uh, joey uh
4: chandler and i also went dolphins
3: oh good i wanted
4: to be go bills but i don't know i just can't go against
3: that you guys are still young bucks yeah joey you're still in college uh chandler just out tony how old are you I am 41. You You'll laugh, learn one asked. day. One day. <laughs> He's a young 41. He's I like am. Adam Thielen. Is a yeah, young 32. I am. Broncos and Bears. Oh, my God. Get this game out of my face. God. I don't want. Out. Can both teams lose? Uh, you can pick a tie. I'm going Denver.
8: God. Yeah, I'm going Denver as well.
4: Chandler and I are going to Bears. All right, good.
8: You know, maybe mm, Justin Fields getting back. Are they just gonna let him run free now. Yeah, exactly. He's just let him run. Back. They should make
3: him a wide receiver. He needs to run away from football. He's Ra- terrible. All right, Ravens at Browns. My question uh, of the week, Tony. It's just a yes or no question. Simple question. Are the Browns good? Yes or no? Yes. They have a good deep. Their defense is great at home, Tony. They're two and zero. They have outscored opponents fifty one to six. They beat the Bengals twenty four to three. The Titans twenty seven to three. Their only loss was a good game, road loss Monday night against the Steelers. Yeah. So like, at some point, and I think that, and you had that crazy pick
8: six uh, to start the to game, start it. first play, which was not really. A typical pick six. You know, it's not like you threw the and they intercepted it. It was a tip, tip. that then double tip and triple, and then they're in the you end. You had zone. the
3: Chubb injury that night. Um, I'm
8: going Browns. All right. You're believing. Do you know uh, right now? I think um, Desmond Ritter has just as many touchdowns as uh, Lamar Jackson passing touchdowns, which he is. has a two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he has more passing attempts. I think than Lamar Jackson
3: huh like Desmond Ritter greater than Lamar Jackson Jamie and Chad pointing out Deshaun Watson questionable ooh who is their backup I will allow you to do it if he well you know nah. what I'm not gonna do that cause I'm taking the I'm Ravens the ra- oh you are yeah nice I'm taking the Ratbirds
4: Chandler's taking the Ravens I'm taking the Browns
3: okay so Chandler Ravens Joey Browns
8: is
4: Keith Mitchell back this week? No. Nope. One more Dang. week. One more. Took the Browns last week on the island and paid paid out.
3: Yeah, I tried to go ahead and scoop up Mitchell, and I'm way late. Yeah. Oh, at yeah. least in one of my Slotted leagues. in my IR. That's oh, DTR is the uh, their quarterback, the rookie from UCLA. Oh, LA. he's good. Too. He's yeah. exciting. Yeah. He played in a game because yeah, they keep blowing people out, so oh, he, yeah, he gets yeah. to go in. All right. Uh, Bengals at Titans. Here we go. Here we go, Chad. What do I do with this game?
8: What do you do? You pick the Bengals. That's what I'm doing.
4: I'm going Titans.
3: The Bengals are not good.
4: No. They are not good.
3: Who's Chandler taking?
4: Chandler is also taking the Bengals.
3: Ooh. And he's a Titans guy. Did they come back and win last week? Yeah, they won. They won. Yeah. I'm taking the Titans.
4: Join me. That's yes. <laughs> so great.
8: That's
3: great. Now I, I feel so much
8: better about my pick. I can't stop taking, taking the Titans.
3: I just don't need to uh, – something's wrong with Burrow. Yeah. Fine. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. Stay right where you are. Listen, it's better I, for me. I say something's wrong with Burrow. That would have been a good opportunity for you to bring up who the Titans quarterback is. <laughs> <laughs> Tana wheels. Tanner wheels. I mean, put your money on Tannehill. wheels. <laughs> Uh, Rams and Colts. Man, I love these feisty Rams. It's like Matt Stafford and just a bunch of kids out there. I told to you if games. this
8: was going to happen. and You told me what? That Stafford was not, that the Rams were going to be and not as bad as they were. I right picked
3: now. him to go to the playoffs. Oh, okay.
8: But, you know, I stupidly <laughs> went after Cooper Cup, though.
3: Oh, good news on that front. He's returning to practice next week. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. Stem I was sales, almost hopefully. this week. I love to make like a kind of a real risky trade every year. I was going to go out to Cooper Cup uh owners and try to get them for something, but now it's probably too late since he's returning to yeah. practice. I don't know. Yeah. You, yeah. You I was, I got it. I got swindled. Um, is Mitchell playing? I believe Richardson's coming back. Richardson oh. is going to be. Then the I'm starter. taking the Rams. This is a huge game for the Colts, by the way. They could get to three and one. Really? Like that? Yeah. Yeah, surprising. And in that division? How about the
8: two um, Sirianni disciples turning out
3: to be pretty good coaches so far? Who? Where are they? Cardinals and Colts. Oh, yeah. A bunch of process. All over. Yeah, the process is working. So you're going Rams? I am. Also going Rams. I feel like uh, Jamie that if I the Colts aren't a 3-1 team I feel like this is the week to jump off the Colts they sh- they really shouldn't have won last week I'm taking the Rams and it just feels like they have an opportunity here to get the 3-1 and that division like what if the Jags well, lose to Rams... the Falcons they could be like two games up already in their division I just don't feel like that is reality like the colts and
8: the texans both make the playoffs right yeah
3: <laughs> and they make it ahead of uh the jags and the titans uh um, joey who are you taking
4: i'm taking the rams chandler chandler's chandler's taking the colts
8: okay what would this make the rams if they win two and two two and two i believe
3: uh let's go one more bucks at saints, saints this for is my me. pick of the week i'm going saints i think saints win it easily with Jameis without Jameis whatever
4: Chandler and I also went Saints
3: alright we're all on the Saints yeah the Bucks offense man what I'm whopping three points last week yeah it was it was tough to watch them. Jamie says the Colts defense is the difference maker could be they, they might just be in some good low scoring games and try to win them at nice. the end
7: nice.
8: and with nice Tony look.
3: we watched that last week you were watching it close because you had Minshew props yeah. and uh, they they stuck around they hung in it and the defense did get it done
8: Yeah, and I mean, and the Ravens just didn't,
3: just aren't good. They look pretty pitiful out there. All right, let's take a break. When we return, we'll hit the rest of the one o'clocks. Another awful four o'clock slate. We'll uh, have that for you and more when we return. Pirate Radio live on a Football Friday. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Uh, Town Insurance is your premier independent independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients clients of all sizes for personal or business insurance questions call 756-8300 today. And uh, the largest selection of masks, decor, and more for adults and kids is at Halloween Express right next to Target. What are you going to be? Get to Greenville's premier Halloween Superstore, Halloween Express, and get shopping today. They're open seven days a week, and they are celebrating this year, or excuse me, celebrating 25 years in business as Greenville's local Halloween Superstore. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip
3: trying to figure out what's going on with Tony's Cubs and the Marlins. So the Marlins I guess got rained out last night. So Uh, play
6: was suspended due to rain.
3: If they need that game do they make it up Monday I guess? MLB still plans, this is Jason Stark, plans to send Marlins back to New York to finish last night's suspended game. Still unclear is what would happen if the Marlins clinch a playoff spot but could still grab the number two seed winning that game. So
6: Now, that's a big question because uh, the remnants of Hurricane Ophelia is still, uh, not Hurricane, Tropical Storm Ophelia is still up there in that New York area and it has been uh, dumping a ton I... of rain. As a matter of fact, the Marlins coach was furious with uh, Mets personnel because they were not prepared for rain, I guess. They didn't have the tarp ready or anything, so they ended up having to suspend the game And I guess the Marlins coach felt like, uh, or the manager felt like it was uh, somewhat avoidable. But if you've seen the pictures from earlier today, there is like waist-high and higher water just everywhere in New York.
3: New York and uh, Philly already postponed for tonight, playing a doubleheader tomorrow. So. Yeah, I saw all that flooding. I didn't know that was still from the same storm. It's just like sitting over them or whatever.
6: Yeah, it's somehow, it kind of, if you remember, and uh, if you think back, way back when, when Hurricane Floyd came through, right before Floyd came through, there was a Hurricane Dennis. It came through real quick, and it somehow looped back around hit us again and then stalled over North Carolina so right. for like four or five days it just did nothing but rain and the rain got uh, the ground got completely saturated and that's what caused all the catastrophic flooding when Floyd came through because the water had not had time to to dry out this is the same type of situation in New York where there's just nowhere for this water to go it's, it's it's flooding the subways it's just a mess up there right now
8: well like everything from New York it should go to Florida <laughs>
3: <laughs> Speaking of catastrophes, is anybody picking the Commanders to beat the Eagles? Negative. Okay. Sam Howell four picks. Remember last week we did the um would you take Sam Howell over this quarterback? <laughs> I'm glad we did that last week. <laughs> We're not going to revisit that.
4: Ah, let's do
3: it. <laughs> Vi- okay, Sam Howell or Bryce Young? Sam Howell. Okay. Uh, let's is stop that the it only there. one? Nope. We're going to stop there. Vikings at Panthers.
8: Um, I'm not picking the Panthers in at all this season, I don't think.
3: Yeah, I like the Vikings here. What kind of score? Squ- like Vikings minus the points, Tony? It's like four, four and a half, whatever. It yeah, is. I think it's like I agree. It's Like three, three and a half. I think yeah. it's a blow.
4: I think it's like 34
8: or 17 this game.
3: Mm, Tony's down. I'm trying to figure out which one of you is more down.
4: Me. I think I'm more down just because I don't have as much faith in Bryce. Is
3: everybody picking the Vikings? Yep. Okay, Steelers at Texans. I'm going to take the Steelers. Yeah, I am as well.
4: Okay,
3: I'm not. I'm not ready to just say. And this that might Texans be on my real- uh, best bets uh, list as well.
4: I am on a Texans island. Chandler's the Steelers.
3: Okay, Kenny Pickett's got like the
8: worst quarterback percentage in the NFL or something. Mm-hmm. Like, a I man, he is.
3: Really been struggling. Yeah, yep. Marcus Crandall seemed to be right about him. Can Not a fan of can his can game.
4: He, huh? Can he throw a picket? That's what I've always called him.
3: That's a good one, Joey. That is a it's really antenna wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, give right
4: I'll
3: give you that. I'll give you that. It's better than uh, needs a step stool <laughs> to see over the line. <laughs> a lot of unoriginal jokes going around today on the show. I got a weird feeling about this next one. Raiders at Chargers. For multiple reasons. So it's another terrible four o'clock slate. The games are Raiders-Chargers, Patriots-Cowboys, Cardinals-Niners. Last week, terrible four o'clock slate, but we had that shocker of the Cardinals beating the Cowboys. Right. If something weird happens in one of these games, it's going to be this game.
8: You don't think the Cardinals are going to blank the 49ers? I do not. (laughs) (laughs) I am still going to take the Chargers here. But you're right. I mean, look, is this is a Charger-type game. I I'm, I'm taking the Raiders. Nice. I'm taking are the Raiders
4: on an island. You're on Raiders. I island. mean, you
8: can't. There's no week in the world where you can take the Titans and the Chargers in the same week. But, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I understand where you're coming from.
3: And the Vikings are in that category, and I've already taken them too. So yeah. I'm
4: taking all three. So <laughs> <laughs>
3: good luck with that. No, I mean, Chargers should win this game, but it, would it shock any of you to see them lose? No, not at all. Yeah. Pat said, "Boys, man, if." No, I would have taken the Cowboys regardless, yeah, even if they won same. last week. Just Cowboys. Patriots stink. Cowboys as well.
4: Yep, Cowboys all the, all across the board.
3: They got a, a bounce back week. Everybody taking the Niners, I'm assuming? Yes. 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 And Everybody's taking the Chiefs, I'm not, assuming. Yep. Now we get to where the Rodgers injury starts to hurt all of us because we have to get these stupid Jets uh, primetime games yeah that are still totally, on the schedule totally.
4: what do you mean taylor swift's gonna be there
3: oh my god it's be a great game I, I love the irony that the eagles have swift and kelsey too yeah I that is that. pretty cool <laughs> that is pretty neat i must say uh seahawks at g-man hey congratulations folks week four third week the giants have been in primetime. time Enjoy Danny Dimes and all this. I know this what's poker. worse: watching the Giants or the Jets in prime time. I don't love Seattle, but I'm taking them here. I am as because well. I absolutely hate the Giants. So, so, Their so, so,
8: offense is legit, dude. You know, is yeah, is I went not watch Like you said, have you watched the Vikings at all? I went and watched the Seahawks and Lions game last week. In Awesome game. It was. And both of those teams just looked so significantly better than the Carolina Panthers. Who
3: did the Seahawks have their dumb loss to? They had their dumb loss to the Rams? Yes. Good call. Um, And they look like they're... And I don't even know what back means for them. But to me, it means their offense is going to score 24-28 a game. Walker running the ball, but then D.K. Lockett. Aren't you a Lockett guy? I am. Yeah, I mean, just Which so solid. i really mad
8: at him last week. I thought that was my Lockett for prize picks, 51 yards. All they right. had 440 yards of offense, and he didn't get 50 yards receiving. Is the How rook- is that even possible? The rookie doing anything?
4: Jason, I haven't heard too much of him except for that clip where Gino was telling him to, like, stay focused. On so who is ball.
8: doing it? Uh, it is the run game. It's yeah. that sh- uh, Charbonnet. 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 is a, fi- a good glass of wine and with Kenneth Walker. Go for a walk with a glass of wine.
3: Yeah, I mean, they're not doing much outside of Metcalf and Lockett uh, in the pass game, really. Yeah, Metcalf was out for like an entire quarter of that game. They have three tight ends with five or more catches, so they just uh, they do it in different ways. What about Laporta for the Lions? The most catches? My guy. Through four weeks forever yeah. for
8: a tight end or something.
3: Apparently, rookie tight ends struggle. Not Laporta. Yeah,
8: I heard I like uh, that. that he was dating potentially Mark. What's her name? Margaret
3: Thatcher. Robbie Roby. Margo Robbie. Robbie. No, he's not Tony. Sam
4: Laporta. No, Tony. You, where did Margot Robbie?
3: You are one of these Look guys. You're Look a Chandler. At- you just believe everything you read on the internet. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I read read a tweet. He's not dating Margot Robbie. There's no way in hell. I can't
4: trust what you, what you see off the internet, especially after the Kelsey incident. Uh, I saw the video where yeah, he hurt his in. knee. Did what? you see? Did you finally see the rest of the video?
8: <laughs> oh yeah, no, I didn't. But but
4: literally a second
8: after he I does
4: d- that, he starts twerking. Yeah, and
8: I, I had already moved on. I was like,
3: <laughs> "Oh, Kelsey's hurt next."
8: <laughs> but you got to say, I "Man, look, Taylor Swift was that the thing with for Travis Kelsey?" I mean, this is a thing, man. As you got, uh, you got CMC with uh, what's her
3: name? Oh, uh, uh, while you're thinking of that, you know, uh ECU plays Rice this weekend. Oh uh, yeah, I was a, Luke I was a, McCaffrey is oh, a receiver, wow. and he's he's not just a name. He had 10 catches for 199 yards last week. He is nice, good. nice. So check that out tomorrow. Same
4: with on the defensive end, Gabriel Taylor, Sean Taylor's little brother.
3: Wow. Is that true?
4: That is very true. For Rice? Rice. Brother? Brother. Brother. (laughs) How you doing, brother?
3: Sean Taylor, R. I. P. Everybody take the Seahawks. Anybody take the Giants? No. No. Giants? Boy, talk about falling off a cliff. And Giant. I would. Setback. I would like to say I was right all last year when I said they yeah. stink, even though they won every week. I'm playing
8: the long game. Yeah. You were just ahead of yeah. everything. You I just, knew they'd
3: stink, folks. Yeah. So it was just a year later. It yeah.
8: was a year too early. Just put on my that. bets in about like 12 months early.
3: All right, Tony. Um, man, it kind of stinks. 0 oh and 3, about to yeah. be 0 oh and 4, um, and you just know you're in for the long haul here.
8: Yeah, 0-6 is – I mean, if they don't win this week, it's going to be very difficult. Particularly, I know the Lions want to get b- back at them for last year.
3: So, let me look up mock draft real quick. Aren't It's it,
4: so tough because we, we don't have a first-round pick. I know, yet.
3: but aren't there two teams that have, like – Multiple firsts? Yes. The Cardinals? Yes, and the uh, – Bears. Bears. <laughs> what if we traded back to get our pick? So right now, and they have – this one in particular has Denver having the first pick, Caleb Williams. And then it goes Bears, Bears, Cardinals, Cardinals picking seventh. So, yeah, there's going to be – if you would think – oh, the problem is the Broncos would take a quarterback. Like, if any team other than the Bears or the Cardinals has a pick and doesn't need a quarterback, you would think they would trade. Yeah. But, like, all these teams, the Rams need a quarterback. Yeah. Raiders need a quarterback, quarterback, so it's going to be a quarterback. A lot of the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings.
4: If you're Cardinals GM and you get picks one and two, are you taking Caleb and Marvin Harrison? Or are you trading? Mm. Yes, that would be. That's cool. what I've been seeing a lot in the mock drafts that they both get. They get one. That's and what the
3: Bears two. are hoping for. Yeah. So who are the best? So you got a quarterback. You got a DN from UCLA, and, and then you've Harrison. Got, yeah.
4: Look, yeah, CBS. They they dropped a mock draft two days ago. The first four picks. Cardinals, Cardinals, Bears,
3: Bears. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what I was looking for. Yeah, that's crazy. And in
4: this one, they got Bears taking Drake May and some edge Rusher from UCLA. I don't remember that. Uh, The
8: Bears, they're winless though, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be Bears, Bears, Cardinals, Cardinals.
3: So the Bears have the Panthers? Panthers pick. And the Cardinals have the Texans. Mm -hmm. So if the Panthers are terrible.
8: Bearable. They would, so they could get the number one pick from the Panthers or themselves from being terrible. Yeah, mm. pick your poison. Um, oh, you mentioned uh, Kirk Cousins' potential to the Jets. What about Devontae Adams to the Panthers? What? <laughs> Why? 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 How? I mean, look, is he does They don't really have anything going on in
3: Vegas. Yeah.
4: You just plucked. Is that a rumor? or You just no, kind of plucked. I no, mean, I'm Just, just out. it's oh. like an idea.
3: Well, it's while we're idea. trading people for the Vikings and unloading, why not just get Justin Jefferson too? I seen a tweet. Well, is it, how is that more unrealistic than than Adams? Adams?
8: I guess because well, Adams is older. Yeah, and then Adams too is doesn't like the way that the front office maneuvered over the last couple, the last two years.
4: I would like to see Justin Jefferson as much as I don't like the team on the Bengals. Bengals. Why we're Somehow. talking about receivers? Just get
8: Jamar Chase. You get LSU uh, reunion. Yeah, you get, and then we'll trade him. Terrace Marshall Jr. Why we talking Havons. about
3: this? Can we revisit something? I feel like we were on when it happened this offseason Why did Hopkins go to the
4: Titans? That's one that I thought could have been Panthers. I was in connection, but uh, never.
3: I why, like what was he thinking? I know the money, but like... Tana wheels.
4: He thought, oh, maybe too early.
3: Chad got in his DMs and talked <laughs> up Tana wheels so much. I don't know, but he's got to stay off my Twitter feed putting Tana wheels up there everywhere. You're in it, too. Have you blocked him yet? <laughs> no. I'm thinking... I, I might just mute him. That way he won't know he's blocked. <laughs> Tony, thanks for hanging out. Thank you. We'll take a break. Come back. When we return, Morgan Aylers will join us. We'll talk some pirate football and more. We got our free beer Friday, giving away a case of Bud Light. Todd Todd, 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 came by earlier and picked up the case he won last week. He was fired up. We'll make another winner coming up later on in our number three. More to go after this.
7: Sing along. Don't worry. Why thing. Cause hurt? Because everything is going to be all right, sir. Singing you
1: Welcome
6: back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. It is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street and coming soon on Greenville Boulevard in the old Pizza Inn location. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle, distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All
3: right, back with you. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live on a football Friday and a free beer Friday. We'll make you a winner. Give away a case of Bud Light coming up later on this hour. Right now, we'll head out to the Halloween Express Live line and talk to Morgan Ayers. He's got the high school huddle coming your way at 6 o'clock here on Pirate Radio. That'll lead us into D.H. Conley football tonight. Morgan, how you doing, man?
0: I am doing fantastic, Clip Yourself?
3: Doing great. Looking forward to some Pirate football on Saturday. We'll be with you 3 o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate taking you up to kickoff after the game, the U.S. Sailor 5th quarter call show. Pirates getting in the win column last week, Morgan, in a big way. A Forty-four to nothing shutout over Gardner Webb, FCS opponent. Yes, but shutouts uh, don't happen too often. First time in twenty-three years uh, here, Morgan. So, what'd you take away from that game? And and did you take away enough to say, all right, maybe this thing's turning and uh, the Pirates got some wins coming up this year?
0: Well, you got to learn how to win, and you've got to take advantage of every opportunity and every situation to do that. Obviously. Like you said, throwing that shutout was big for the defense because uh, it gives them a lot of a lot of confidence, regardless of who you're playing. And offensively, putting that many points on the board, you you have to look at yourself and go, "Hey, we're we're doing some things right." And uh, again, I think this team has to you know continue to grow, continue to get better, and continue to build on that. As they say over there, that one percent every day as Rajay Harris always likes to do because. Uh, they're going to be a better football team by the end of the season, and they've really got to continue that momentum they started last week into tomorrow night's game against Rice.
3: How you feeling about that when Morgan JT Daniels uh, appears like he's going to play, according to coaches and Rice folks? And he's been lighting it up this year for Rice, so East Carolina's going to have to uh, stay with and, and may hopefully not play catch-up with that Rice offense that can score points. Uh, how do you feel about the matchup tomorrow?
0: Well, obviously he's he's been around for a long time. He's been to multiple schools: USC, Georgia, West Virginia, now Rice, and um, you know he can throw the football. And East Carolina, at times over the years, has struggled against quarterbacks that really can can sling it. And uh, but uh you know, hopefully they can you know devise a scheme and a game plan to throw him off. And I think one of the big keys tomorrow is going to be how much pressure our defensive line can put on him and not give him that time to throw. Because if you give him time, he's a good quarterback. He can he can make you pay for it. And hopefully they'll be able to, to come up with a scheme and a defensive plan game plan that will put some pressure on him and, and force him to do things that he's not ready to do.
3: Morgan Aylers joining us. Morgan, I guess it'll be the closest college game Day's ever been to Greenville, North Carolina. For the first time in our lives, it'll be in Durham, of all places, as the 4-0 and Dukies taking on Notre Dame coming up on Saturday night. And uh, I don't know, Morgan, I never thought I'd see college game day in Durham, but uh, here they are.
0: Yeah, that's a big-time environment for them. Congratulations. You know, they've uh, turned things around. Riley Leonard, their quarterback, has done a great job, and Know bringing in Notre Dame, you know, to Durham, it's hasn't happened very often, and uh, you know, Sam Hartman, the former quarterback at Wake Forest, is no stranger to to playing at Duke. So uh, I think that could be a shootout game, to be honest with you. I think uh, Duke is uh, the underdog in that game as they should be, but I think it might be closer than people think.
3: Morgan, uh, how, what will Lincoln Riley's group do to uh, to Prime's group on Saturday? Uh, Colorado just could not keep up with Oregon, and now they had got USC. That's a tough back-to-back right there. You think we see another blowout uh, going uh, against Dion's Colorado Buffaloes again on Saturday?
0: Yeah, I kind of do. I think USC, uh, they're going to – hey, you might be the new kid in town and the, the new shiny toy, but guess what? We're still the toy that sells uh, sells more than anybody else. So um, I, I've got a feeling it could get ugly quick, and not that Colorado won't maybe won't make a game of it early, but I think they'll get wore down in the in the second half, and I think that's when USC and Caleb Williams really pulls away.
3: Morgan Ayler's joining us. Morgan, uh, what games are you previewing tonight on the high school huddle?
0: Well, uh, the Pirate game of the week is going to be Havelock hosting DH Conley. Conley's two and three. But Havelock is four and one. They only lost coming to Newburn. Then you've got Rose at home tonight uh, against Northside Jacksonville. South Central is at Newburn. Newburn is uh, struggling with those five players that were suspended uh, due to some uh, irregularities and absences. And we'll talk with Brian North a little bit more about that tonight. Farmville Central and the only matchup of game of teams within our area is at Washington. It's Washington's homecoming. Farmville Central's 5-1. and one. Washington's 2-3. and three. That could be an interesting matchup. Farmville Central, Ron Cook really has them playing well, and uh, it's going to be one of those games that I think is going to be fun to watch. And Farmville Central, man, they got the athletes, and they're bringing it, uh, bringing it to town now, so it's going to be interesting to see.
3: Morgan, uh, we'll check you out on the high school huddle and uh, have Conley football coming your way tonight right here on Pirate Radio. Have a good weekend, man, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
0: Thanks a lot, Clip, and uh, you guys have a great weekend, and as always, you do such a great job on the free and the post-game show, and i just glad it's not me in there for 22 hours I
3: of- <laughs> appreciate it, Morgan. Uh, that's very nice of you to say. Uh, DJ Captain Morgan joining us uh, here today on Pirate Radio Live on the Halloween Express Live Line. Um, oh, boy. Kevin's back in the chat. Kevin... Kevin says when Klaus puts that microchip in you remember you heard it here maybe first. Everybody got that? Everybody good?
6: Has Kevin been drinking?
3: I don't think it's an alcohol issue. I think uh, uh, I think uh, it might be diff- might be much deeper. I don't know. Need a doctor. Kevin, uh, like most things you say, I have no clue what you're talking about, man. I mean I, I
6: just think at this point he's just trolling our chat
3: I, I you know i I can usually sniff out a troll I think I think it might be the, <laughs> deeper than that oh I just I don't know man I don't Kevin, I wish I could get on your level, but I, I have no
6: get on my level
3: I have no idea what you're talking about, my gay Redbeard says it's Kevin on meth I don't think so i don't I don't think it's a drug or alcohol thing i, I but I don't know. I'm not an expert. I don't know. I I'm can, not a doctor. I can only read what is posted in the Pirate Radio YouTube chat.
4: I'm reading it, really trying to figure it out. Too.
3: When Claus puts that microchip in you, remember you heard it here, maybe first.
4: Is that Santa Claus?
6: That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking then it's somebody I thought, you got to know. But okay, now is Claus spelled with a C or a K?
3: Capital C. L A U S.
6: Okay. Because if it's a K, Clause. I was thinking klaus klaus which would be something russian
3: yeah well we we'll
6: still have no clue what it means
3: usually you know i'll say we ain't got time for this but i only have one other interview this hour so <laughs> we do have time for it today kevin if you want to specify who and what you're speaking of
6: we need to break out the magnifying glass and yeah. you know become sleuths for a moment
3: we're uh, still trying to get blocked by Rice Al Club. And uh we need more of you to respond to their tweet about the uniforms. And um boy, I am proud of a lot of you out there today, though. Uh Jamie, Redbeard, of course, Jack got it all started. John, Moody, Chad, Young Joey, Mike P, uh Josh, thank you to for your service today. As uh we try to make this Friday a little more exciting and get blocked on Twitter by some rice people.
4: Oh, I got it. I get his joke, but it's very bad.
3: Wait, Kevin's joke? Yeah. Okay, so well, don't say it then.
4: Okay, yeah.
3: Wait, you mean it's a joke? I thought you meant bad, like...
4: I don't even know what it, if it's a joke, but he's, first he spelled Klaus wrong. Okay. There's a company called Klaus Schwab that wants to implant microchips in everybody, I guess. By okay. All right, cool. Klaus is spelled with a K. And so it's Klaus. Yeah, it's, I guess he's just telling us that he's the one who said it first i don't know <laughs> well
3: you know what he did say it first
4: i mean even though it was talked about back in 2021
3: yep he said it first thanks kevin kevin you said it first so why are they chipping us up what are they going to do with uh, us this turn is... us all into robots
4: yeah, i guess so uh this is all being talked about in the midst of covid and stuff like that so yeah
3: okay but well, when you got your uh shot they put chips in you, right?
4: Maybe. I think mine had mine had something. I had that recalled Walmart one, John Johnson & Johnson. I might, I might be zombie-walking. John, Johnson & Johnson? No, Johnson & Johnson. John, Johnson & Johnson. I, I just stuttered a little bit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> John, Johnson & Johnson. Is that Johnson. a side effect of oh, your recalled shot you got in the arm? Maybe. Uh, Robert says, new rice unis look to me like SMU and Tulane had a baby. I don't really like the I guess the silver in it. Like Houston's look pretty cool. Let me take a, a closer look at these again.
6: I just find it interesting that Houston and Rice I don't, is, is there another school that is going to be using those well, that color scheme?
3: Houston Baptist. I'm trying to think of other schools in uh Houston. Uh yeah, I don't know. So I I, I don't like the uh the helmets really. Because they're going with like the silver-looking helmets. But the uniforms themselves look okay. It's just that baby blue. Rice. uh, Now, is Rice outlined in black and then the numbers in red? If so, I don't like that. Then the uniforms need to be more uniform. If uh, you get my drift. I, I just... People would lose their minds if we did this. And I know we're not in the city, but we're in the same state as the Panthers. And we have oh, like a panther uniform, a
4: panther colorway.
3: That would be awful. Greenville oh, would probably be a terrible burst idea. Or what if we celebrated the Hurricanes one day? Came out in red. Oh,
4: that'd be awful.
3: That I do think we awful. need, maybe not red on the uniforms or helmets, but like we need a no quarter helmet or something. Where yeah, maybe a black helmet with a no black helmet yeah. with a no quarter flag.
6: That would really cool. not be a bad
4: idea. Or maybe like a black helmet still ECU logo and you've got like the red no quarter stickers in the back. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. I always wanted, this is going back a long time now, but just, and people won't like it because there's no purple or gold on my uniform idea. It's just a black helmet with a white skull, black uniforms with white trimming, and it can say whatever. But the numbers are in white. Just like all black and white, badass Pirate.
4: Okay, I mean, do I do you like want to do
6: a skull and like crossbones, I, a la like Goonies? I wanted. If you've ever seen the Goonies, skull and crossbones.
3: I, yeah, I don't even want it to be our logo. I just want it to be a badass skull. Just like, something
6: completely different.
3: Yeah. Like I, I mean, though. I'm not.
6: I'm not a. I'm actually not opposed to that idea.
3: Or if you want to go black beard flag on the helmet, that would be cool too. That would be cool. Yeah. But no purple, no gold. This is like serious business black and white best
4: jersey you've seen in ecu history can you like recall a year a season maybe?
3: i like when uh carton and company used to wear the blacks but like i mean the ecu peach bowl jerseys everybody's gonna say because they are really good the stripe which you see these stripes now come back on our modern throwbacks
4: yeah i like those
3: but, those modern, uh,
6: I really like the modern throwback because it's a mixture of young and, I say young and old.
3: I love the helmet, Modern and, yeah, I, um, I do. I like that. The helmet from the Peach Bowl. Are you familiar with those jerseys?
4: Peach Bowl ECU jerseys? Yeah,
3: I mean, you can Google the image. But East Carolina, big across the front. The numbers were huge, it seemed like. and uh, But just some about the stripes. And the stripes in the middle of the helmet look good. Uh, I don't know what y'all's all time favorite jersey out there. Uh, Chad said Don Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Robert says add a red face mask for no quarter.
4: Or everybody red gloves and stuff.
3: Uh, no,
6: here's what you do. Do you want to go like black helmet, like a chrome red? face mask with the black beard flag on the side?
3: I don't know about chrome. Oh, okay. I like matte. Okay. In fact, I don't like how... I thought our we looked good on the field the other day, but I don't like how our purple, shiny purple is different than our purple on yeah, our uniforms. Yeah. I, don't I don't like, like that. How it, mm. I wish it looked this, you know.
4: We got a lot of praise in them during the Michigan game saying that we i know damn on helmets
3: brandon manning says the edward teach flag on a black helmet chef's kiss yes let's do it but i don't think anybody would be uh let's see eric says crappiest basketball jersey see this is the problem with america these days we talk about the best and everybody brings up and, then, and guess what two people bring up the crappiest stuff Chris, no, we
6: don't. We're, that's not what we're asking.
3: Chris we're said asking. highlighter yellows. I was at that game in Charlotte when ECU got dismantled by NC State. Uh, Eric says crappiest basketball jersey was when they did away with East Carolina and just had the ECU logo with a sword underneath. Okay, Eric. Nobody's talking about the crappiest uniforms except we're you. We're talking the best. We're we're
6: thinking positive here today, folks. But on that, it's topic, a positive Friday.
3: I hated the uh, gray ECU basketball uniforms we have such a thank you mike schwartz for bringing like i don't know if it was just him but like i think it was because he's a a california lakers guy Mm. we've got those colors i love the all golds with the and purple i love the all purple with the gold lettering like yeah those are awesome yeah let's utilize those now the ones that they do for the sorry, Shirley. Eric says uh, I'll be positive. Much respect to the uniforms. Thank you, Eric. Just ton of respect. For- <laughs> Appreciate it.
6: Um, I was thinking uh, the ones that they wear for autism awareness, ba- the basketball jerseys. I like those. I believe those are great. If like, I'm not puzzle mistaken, pieces? yes, with the puzzle pieces. Yeah, I like those.
3: The- I'm thinking more of the. Uh, I want to say like Miguel Paul.
6: Okay, gotcha. Era, Grace.
3: Okay. I, I just didn't like those because I already like our colors enough that would look good on a basketball cart. Cart. I gotta a ask. A basketball cart.
4: How were the 2003-2004 men's soccer jerseys for ECU? I mean. The last season of exquisite. men's Were they? Or do you not even remember? I don't remember. I don't them. remember them at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm starting to learn your sarcasm now.
3: And by the way, I think you mean kit.
6: The you jerse- are correct, sir. They're
3: kids. They're the same thing. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm a soccer guy. You're not, so maybe you don't understand. I'm not. They're called kids, Joey.
6: Yeah, because like <laughs> when the ECU soccer team won last night, it was it's two nil, not 2-0. we zero.
3: We're gonna Zer- teach you this, man. Okay. It's not a zero. Two to zero.
4: <laughs> you should. Try, you gotta check me. Uh, like some Swansea highlights. I need to learn about this Sigerson guy. Shut up. <laughs>
3: What a jerk! And and we're not going to make light of this. I had no idea.
4: Wilfred Boney, though that one when you said that name that kind of threw me in for a loop. Wilfred
3: Boney was ball Nasty. I know ball. ball.
4: I know ball. Um, man, John Joe Shelby. Oh, you well, okay? You coming in with Shelby. some knowledge now?
3: He was good, man. He's
4: in League One right now.
3: That's not good. He's probably I mean, he's old now. Like thirty six. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and then the year before I really got on, their their main guy was Michu. He had like a, a ton of striker. goals. striker, yeah. yeah. He
4: was like a one-season wonder. Yeah. Went back to Spain. and I think he had cancer.
3: He used to score, and he would do this yeah. thing. Was, yeah. Man, I really got into it, and they were good. They like Swansea beat Arsenal good. and draw with Manchester, and like have these big games. And I would get up and watch them, and like be into it. It it's was. And they had
4: the good logo too.
3: They still do. Oh,
4: well, yeah, they, uh, they went they, back to that yeah, they went old back to like yeah crest or whatever.
3: Yeah. I like the uh, that's what that's the reason I really started liking them too. A, they were like an underdog. B, they had a cool logo, and I love their uh, their chant too, hymns and arias that the crowd chants. Oh,
4: Okay, they uh, they got
3: that in FIFA. It gives me chills when I play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did, let's...
4: did Gary give you a favorite team or no? Coach Higgins. I'm sorry, I am not on. the first uh, team
3: We bases. had talked about it. I want. I believe he's a uh, Celtic guy,
4: maybe. Oh, uh, that's right. He's the Scottish Premier. League. I believe. He got you.
3: Uh, but don't quote me on that. We'll talk more about it when we get them. I want to get them back in the studio. Uh, let's take a break. You want to do the giveaway now or later, Shirley?
6: Oh, uh, we can do it now.
3: Chad, will you quit posting that jersey? Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, <laughs> give it away, give it away job. now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Wild <laughs> Power Radio, you're going to be awesome. All right, 317-1250 on the Halloween Express live line you can be a winner free beer Friday case of Bud Light can be yours if you are lucky caller number 12 must be 21 or older and have not won so far this month oh wow the Giants have fired Gabe Kapler (laughs) (laughs) I love to hate Gabe Kapler 317-1250 caller 12 you are a winner Free back with you after this
1: listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show
6: welcome back east plumbing viva electric and Rollin' black heating and cooling have teamed up to form new blue service group offering eastern north carolina the best in plumbing electrical and hvac services same great local team same great local service just a new name for plumbing electrical and hvac services go to call newblue.com that's call blue.com New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And congratulations to resident pirate, uh, I say pirate fan, she is a pirate fan, but also Panther uh, fan. Susan Deans calls her shot, end of the month, walks away with the big prize on free beer Friday.
3: All right. Drowning those Panther sorrows with some beers. And Tony Dunn calls her the Den Mother. Big Panthers fan. and not a lot to cheer about so far in this 2023 season. All right, looking forward to Saturday. We'll be with you on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, kicking off at three o'clock. Um, I don't love here being late at night, but I do love doing the pregame show while games are going on. So that uh, will be a lot of fun to follow those. Shirley will have the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard for you. Joey, you gonna be around? On Hanging out
4: Saturday? Yep, I'll be here for the pregame show.
3: Awesome okay. stuff. Looking forward to some great food from Cuchinellas coming up on Saturday. So let's see. What will we have in that 3 o'clock window? Michigan, Nebraska, Kansas, Texas. I think that might be interesting. Georgia, Auburn, Missouri, Vandy. Those are some of the ranked games in that 3 o'clock window that we'll be keeping an eye on. Uh, Let's take a look at the American. Time to get going with uh, with conference games. And we saw one, what, last night, Tulsa put up 48 on Temple. 48-26, to 26, that final score. At noon, coming up Saturday, UAB and Tulane at 3.30, USF and Navy. At 4 o'clock, good non-conference game here, Boise State at Memphis. East Carolina Rice will be at 7, as will Abilene Christian and North Texas. And then uh, the old Biffer biff and the crew charlotte at smu seven thirty 30 on espnu that is your american school uh, look at games on the buccaneer musical school board presented by Dubuck. buck all right let's head out to the halloween express live line joining us mark greenheld from the golf shop radio show as we got Ryder cup going on and some football to talk about greenie how you doing today man I'm hanging in there. How about you? Doing all right. And uh, yeah, we got a lot to get to. And uh, we'll start with golf since the Ryder Cup is going on. And, Greeny, I'm I'm not going to pretend to understand the format completely. And, And also, it's going on while I'm sleeping. So I haven't been following it. All I know is that things aren't going great for USA. So can you kind of fill in those details as to why that is?
9: Yeah, so they start, uh, started early this morning our time, about 7.30 their time, with what's called foursomes, which is an alternate shot, which is a pure alternate shot, which means that uh, one person tees off on the odd-number holes, one person tees off on the even-number holes, and they alternate their way in until the ball's in the hole. And uh, Europe went up 4 nothing in those matches this morning. And ironically enough, I mean, the USA, they did not look ready this at all. Uh, Just, Justin Leonard made a great comment early on in the coverage, said that the U.S. team looked rusty. Uh, they had A lot of their guys hadn't played in several weeks, whereas the European Tour players had been playing in some of their European Tour events leading right up to this, so it definitely showed it's one of those things where you, you might be well-rested, but you're not in game form, so we've seen that happen on uh, in many levels on, in different sports before, so a 4 nothing drubbing this morning and then this afternoon, man, I'll tell you what, the USA had a chance to really put themselves right back into this thing. Uh, as a matter of fact, the first match, the U.S. led after 13 holes. The second match, the U.S. led after 15 holes. The third match, the U.S. led after 16 holes. And they didn't win any of those matches. They, they tied all three of those matches. So, uh, and then the, the Europeans won the last match. So not a good day whatsoever for the U.S. Down six and a half to one and a half.
3: And if I'm reading it correctly, Greeny, you've got more Saturday morning foursome, Saturday afternoon four ball, and then Sunday singles that, uh, the rest of the way. And and how big is this hole, Greeny? Is it is it insurmountable yet? Is that you know what kind of comeback needs to occur for USA to get back in this thing?
9: You're probably going to have to look at going you know three one three one in both sessions for the US. So taking six two and kind of getting back into it. I think if they, I think if Europe gets to Ten, this thing is over. In other words, the Europeans will need fourteen and a half points to win. The U.S. needs fourteen points to retain the cup. So, if Europe gets to four, it gets to ten points. You're talking; they only need four and a half points coming home. And I tell you what, when you got Rory McIlroy, Victor Hovland, and John Rahm on your team, you're looking at man, looking licking your chops for three points right out of the gate for the twelve points available in the Sunday single.
3: Marguerite's Golf Shop Radio Show, Greeny. As you've watched this over the years, what you know, what's wrong with this current recipe? You mentioned rust uh, a moment ago, and is that the, the main thing? Is it the picks? Is it who's on the team? You know, well, what's gone wrong and, and what needs to change, you know, in this event, but certainly moving forward in, uh, in in events after this?
9: You know, sometimes I think the USA overthinks it a little bit. Uh, you know, they played really well last year. Uh, Europe's playing well. I mean, it, it came down to putting. I mean, if you look at the, the foursomes this morning, alternate shots, Europe was a combined 14-under. The USA was a combined one-under. So you mm. 13 shots worse than them coming out of the gate. Uh, Europe made a lot of putts this morning. USA made no putts. What was frightening is that you felt like the USA kind of put some of their better putters out this morning. But then you look at some of the curious things. I mean, we already know who's playing tomorrow morning in the foursomes. And for me, there's a big omission. Wyndham Clark in the four-ball made seven birdies on his own ball yesterday, which means to me he's playing pretty well I would roll him right back out on uh, on a morning foursomes, but yet they didn't do that. So um, it's going to be some questionable decisions, I guess, from uh, from Captain Zach Johnson. And, you know, the funny thing is the two guys that have been playing on the U.S. squad up to this point, Justin Thomas had been playing to work himself back in, and Brooks Kepka had been playing on live. Neither one of those guys rolled out in those first matches where they got beat 4 nothing. So there's going to be obviously a lot of 2nd guessing going on.
3: Is everybody playing nice as far as Kevka and Liv uh, versus the, the PGA guys? Is that a, a storyline at all?
9: Yeah, he actually picked on the Liv guys saying that uh, if they wanted to be here, they should have played better in the opportunities. That they had. <laughs> so he kind of threw us a little shot at his own Liv guys, which was hilarious.
3: Mark Greenell's golf shot radio show joining us. You can hear it coming up on Saturday eight to ten a.m. right here on Pirate Radio. Greeny man, uh, your your Clemson Tigers. uh, What a game it was on Saturday. They come up short in overtime, miss a a chip shot field goal at the air uh, at the end that would have given them a late lead and possibly won the game. And now you you just kind of look back at that Duke game. If you could have not fumbled that one away, you would still had a shot to to do something this year as far as a playoff goes. Now. Those uh, you're pro- probably out of that. You could still fight your way, maybe back into an ACC championship, but tough September uh, for the Tigers, Greeny.
9: Yeah, and you know the disappointing thing is, is you know you got Garrett Riley as your offensive coordinator, and you had a, you you have a lot of opportunities in the red zone, and I don't ever see the ball getting thrown into the end zone. It's almost like you know from that Duke game where you made mistakes in the red zone. Since then, it's There's almost, you know, against Florida State, there was a fear to make mistakes in the red zone. Um, They threw the ball into the end zone literally once the entire game, and they got a pass interference call, so they got first and goal at the one and ended up scoring after that. But no other time do I remember seeing the ball actually being thrown into the end zone. A lot of flat stuff, a lot of weird things. Um, And then that last drive where you missed the chip field goal, they did a great job moving the ball into the red zone, and then it's like they froze up and then didn't didn't know what to do and played for a field goal and didn't really try and put up a touchdown to win that football game. And when you have a kicker that just started kicking again on Tuesday and here you are on Saturday, my thing is if you're thinking about field goal, just keep running the ball and get it as close as you can. So uh, they try a trick play on second down after getting a yard or two on first down, and then I don't know what the heck the play they call was (laughs) on third down, and then you end up missing the field goal. I mean, you got to give credit to Clemson's defense, though. I mean, they gave up a field goal to Florida State on the first drive of the, uh, of the third quarter, and Florida State did not score another offensive point until overtime. So uh, definitely the defense is doing their job. The offense is not doing its job.
3: Talking to Mark Greenhouse, Clemson season started in Durham, and that's where College Game Day will be this weekend. Greeny, uh, Notre Dame coming off a loss in another epic showdown uh, with Ohio State on Saturday night. They try to bounce back. Duke tries to remain perfect. How about uh, first time in our lives that College Game Day will be in Durham?
9: I guess this is a spread the wealth around <laughs> uh, game day now. I'm uh, not used to what we're seeing, but it, honestly, I don't know where else you put game day. Uh, I mean, the only other really good games, I guess, would be LSU-Old Miss, and, you know, I don't know. This could be an interesting game for Duke. I mean, Notre Dame didn't exactly like the like the world on fire with uh, Ohio State, but Ohio State didn't exactly look like a great team either. I don't know about you, Cliff, but for me, you know, the last couple of years, we said, man, Georgia's really a good football team, and... Alabama and Ohio State and uh, you know a couple teams are right there and this year it's like man I don't even know who's good it seems like everybody is struggling right now
3: had that discussion earlier this week Greeny and and you're all over we're trying to figure out yeah there's there's a bunch of good teams there's no great team it seems like right now at least the way these games are playing out on Saturdays Uh, Greeny your your Pats continue their reign of terror over the Jets now uh, they have the Cowboys this week Cowboys Coming off a loss, uh, maybe for the Patriots you'd rather have seen them beat the Cardinals and, and come in undefeated, or maybe you kick them while they're down. What do you think about Patriots-Cowboys? That'll be widely seen coming up 425 on Sunday.
9: Yeah, it's just a, it's the same story as my Clemson Tigers. In the first two weeks, uh, the Patriots made a lot of mistakes early in those games, got themselves behind, couldn't take themselves out of the hole. Again, their defense is playing really well. Uh, obviously created a lot of problems for Zach Wilson, but he kind of creates his own problems. But uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how Zeke Elliott uh, play, ran the ball well against the Jets, who had a really good defense. So the Patriots continue to move the ball, just don't make mistakes, and I think they can take care of Dallas. I mean, Dallas obviously struggled last week, so the question becomes: you know, is is Dallas's defense going to be their downfall because the offense seems to do okay? Um, but then again, the defense isn't stopping some teams, so. Uh, the Patriots have played well for three weeks, uh, just need to eliminate mistakes. But I guess that's pretty much across the board in the NFL. When you make mistakes, you lose football games.
3: Greeny, uh, what's the plan for Saturday's edition of the Golf Shop? A lot of Ryder Cup talk, I'm assuming.
9: Yeah, so uh, we'll check in with Bill Bender, the Sporting News, talk our college football. Then we're going to talk to Jason Penegast, who's the head golf professional down at Jackson Country Club, where the PGA Tour goes to next week for the Sanderson Farms. We'll also check in with uh, Kevin Crippen about our K2 golf and uh, new tees for your golf simulator. Then we're going to go over to Rome, to our man, the Golf Channel's own Rex Hoggard. We'll break this down, and we're going to see uh, where we are and what's going to happen and can the U.S. flip the script on this thing.
3: Greeny, good stuff. Thanks for joining us, man. Have a great show on Saturday, and we'll check in with you again next week.
9: All right, thanks, Clip. Have a good one.
3: You do the same. There is Mark Greenheld joining us on the Halloween Express Live Line Ryder Cup. Not going well uh, for USA right now. Got to tell you, I'm not into it. I would be more into it if I could watch it. But I guess it's on while we're sleeping and then very early in the morning. Maybe I'll catch some of the the early stuff over here. But uh, yeah, USA in a big hole early. In the 2023 Ryder Cup. Let's take a break. Come back. We'll have more for you on this football Friday edition of Power Radio Live. We'll look closer at that Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. At some games to watch, and uh, look at the MLB playoff races as well. More to go when we return after this.
6: they're open every day and have two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: Well, better late than never. DB has sent his picks in via Joey and Danny Bill we'll uh we'll have his picks recorded i've decided to uh that the games aren't until sunday so maybe i should cut him a break and uh he's probably busy but uh plan to talk to more ecu baseball players coming up next week here on pirate radio live also next week excited for the first time ever to welcome on Corey mcneil to the show coach Corey, uh, husband of kim mcneil assistant coach with ecu women's basketball and uh, he'll be joining us coming up next week, surely. You told me to make sure I bring up the O's with him. Yes,
6: he's a big, big Orioles fan.
3: And Sorry. how about those O's? Clinching the AL East, clinching first place in the American League and uh, home field throughout the American League playoffs. The Braves have clinched home field throughout the entire thing. The O's home field throughout the American League playoffs. Who would have thunk it?
6: Yeah, considering that last night when they clinched the AL East, it was also their 100th win of the season. Awesome. So uh, I couldn't tell you the last time the Orioles had a 100-win season. I mean, it's been a long, long drought for those folks up in Maryland.
3: Well, Shirley, that's what I'm here for, to tell you the last time they had a 100-win season. And I'm going to go to an old website that I like to call Uh huh. and
6: I'm
3: going to tell you, they had 96 wins in 2014 they had 98 wins in 1997 they had 98 wins in 1983 they had 100 wins in 1980 before i was on this big blue ball that we call earth
4: the best plan the year
6: that my brother (laughs) was So, 1980, that's the last time they had a 100-win season. So, it's been a very long time for the O's. And, and good for Baltimore. I mean, they have really done a good job. And not just that, but their farm system is ranked one of the best in the major leagues. Uh, so, you know, even after a successful season like this, there is still a bright future ahead for the Orioles in terms of their farm system and what they got coming up through uh, the minor leagues, including one Connor Norby.
3: I saw and, your uh, you posted that earlier, right?
6: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a locker room uh, celebration because uh, Connor plays for the Norfolk Tides. It's the AAA affiliate of the Orioles. They played for the Governor's Cup, which, by the way, the Norfolk Tides had not won a Governor's Cup since 1985 and just the sixth one in their entire program history. So uh, they advanced to the AAA A championship game they're going to take on oklahoma city they're going to have a one game playoff tomorrow night at 10 p.m eastern i believe um and uh yeah connor is uh, consider- widely considered one of the top prospects for the orioles why he hasn't been called up is still well, beyond me, but.
3: Because they've had a million good prospects. Uh, yeah. I yeah mean, they, and their organization's too good.
6: Yeah. It's, it's a good problem to have, I guess, but uh, it's also got to be frustrating because Connor's done absolutely everything he could possibly do uh to get himself called up he's uh not only playing second base he's playing some great outfield uh his bat has been hot all year long he went quiet for a little while he had a little slump but it wasn't too long and uh so he has had a really really good season and uh you know you can't fault the guy he's done everything he's supposed to do
3: uh scott our maryland guy checking in knew the year 1980 and also said the o's are staying for 30 years new lease signed yesterday And that you see that, and you're like, Well, of course, but like, nothing lasts forever. There is a beginning, a middle point, and an end to everything, yeah. And that includes franchises. So, good to see,
6: good to see. And uh, you know, and I've long said, Now, I haven't been to too many ballparks. As a matter of fact, I think Camden Yards might be the only one that I can think of that I've been to that is a major league ballpark um but camden yards if you've never been there that is a really really cool ball ballpark it's surrounded by a warehouse district um and it's just really really cool it's kind of nestled right there in the harbor i i enjoy going to camden yards uh the baseball might not be great but the atmosphere is cool
3: no doubt it, they built it around the time like jacob's field they did oh, yeah. like a um a new like a modern classic ballpark was starting to be Mm -hmm. built and and baltimore was uh one of the shining stars there i was able to go a long long time ago right after it first opened and it is a a really cool place all right let's get our final break in we'll come back you're ready to wrap it up here on a friday edition of pirate radio live back with you after these words
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
6: Welcome back. Uh, the stock market closed out the week with the Dow down 158 points at 33,507. The NASDAQ was up 18 points. Finished at thirteen thousand two hundred nineteen, and the S and P fell eleven points at four thousand two hundred eighty eight. For a personal look into investing, oh, that is your Wells Fargo Advisors of financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show.
0: Hola. Uh,
4: muy muy. This is go bad. Bien. Hola a todos que están viendo ahora mismo. Hola Joey. Hola Clip. Oh. <laughs> ¿Dónde <laughs> es el baño? Uh, el baño está aquí, yeah. eh. <laughs> detrás de nosotros.
6: Aníseme <laughs> yeah. agua.
3: Uh, fútbol americana. Uh, el sabro. Um, Pirretas. Peri- pi- piratas. Piratas y au- aus. ¿Aus? ¿Aus? No, arroz, sí, arroz. Arroz. Ah, sí, sí, me gusta arroz. Ah, Con queso, con pollo, con. Sí, sí, sí. Ah. Elasía. Uh, uh. <risa> <risa> <You took over. risa> ¿Ale tres, tres o oh, en sábado? Ah, oh, okay. Sábado a sí. las tres. A las tres. La tres. de la tarde. De Bud Light, cerveza. Uh, ¿Primer game? Uh, siete kickoff. He U S uh S A uh, let's see. Silencio Por favor. U S A cellular
4: <laughs> Cellular
3: cinco <Cinquoth laughs> Quarter call in check. <laughs> uh,
6: I feel like I'm in Spanish class in adios. high school all over again. No, I was
3: trying to do it in Spanish, Joey had requested it and uh Well yeah, because he, like, he was good. like though you
6: He's like, when you come back in the break, you got to do the stock market report in Spanish. And I was like, what? I was like, I can barely you know do numbers. it in English.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, latido or eros. What is latido? Latido Letido
4: or T I R O.
3: L A T I D O. Um, That's
4: Eric. We we don't.
3: We don't. Uh, we don't talk to Eric. Aros!
6: We ain't got time for that.
3: Joey, good job today, man. You too, Cliff. Great job. Shirley, welcome back.
6: Uh, could you say owls one more time?
3: Uh, owls? <laughs> Owl. so I like, oh, owls. I almost lost my drink owls? on that. Owls. <laughs> Como se dice bird en español? Uh, Pajaro. Ah, sí, 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 sí. It's see. like close. Adios, mis amigos. Uh, Charles de Jeff. The, El casa. <laughs> Lleves, llevalo a la casa. Joey, give
4: us uh, Jeff Charles. Take us home. Uh, Jeff, Charles, llevas, oh, man. Jeff Charles. Llevalo a la casa. There you go. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina.
1: Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of The Voice of the Pirate Nation.